Dirty Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and fairings for your motorcycle. And wild-ass seats, stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort, no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers. That is entirely too long. Dude, I was just sitting here thinking, I always want to get up and dance and sing when I hear that intro. It's so, I, I just want to fucking turn off the computer and leave because that's hard to follow. It's only one minute. Hey, that's what she said. You, you're actually talking shit about yourself, Tony. Like, you're, like your own. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> He's so used to us doing it that he just gives it to himself. This is fucking donkey dicks in here. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the side chat. Welcome to FDB Live. We're here with Professional Monkey. Take a bow. Why? Yeah. <laughs> we want to make sure you're wearing oh, pants. There so you go. Go. He, can't, he can't get any lower than what he is right now. He's already kind of like. I'm right in the middle of my square. <laughs> He's it's centered up. You're just too fucking big, Percy. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, we're just too big. Yeah. I this can is... zoom in on myself here. Hang on. Hang on. I can do this. Oh, yeah. There you go. You want that? <laughs> is that better? Uh, on second thought, can you zoom back out? Please? Can you zoom out now? I don't know how. There's only one button, so we're screwed. There ain't no going back. I always prefer back. the long lens. If something can look longer, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't see my TV anymore because I know you, look, look, you fucked up your whole flow. You had you it know. all right. Yeah, yeah it's well, all fucked. Everything's fucked here, man. <laughs> I don't have the demonic glow behind me like Tony does. I'm jealous. Oh, it's orange. I'm gonna change, change color. Now it's orange. Orange is good. Orange is good. I thought Harley orange. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Adds a nice hue to your skin. You know, all you all. And it's how we start Monday night. <laughs> Happy Monday. Mm. Right, we're gonna that? talk we're gonna ask TJ some questions about Sturgis because the five of us haven't been. We are planning to go at some time, whether it's at the rally or not, but we got questions and we know he's got answers. He's been going for a long time. If I don't have an answer, I'll just make one up. So go right that's, ahead. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the that's end. what we do 98% of the time. That's true. Ryan and I have been to Sturgis not for the rally. Right. Yep. Right. So. Like riding yeah. season at all or winter? Because I know people who've been to Sturgis in like January. No, I went in with my son last June. Had a blast. Or June before last. Okay, yeah. Had a blast. Oh, my God. Yeah, the the weather up there is questionable, though, man. Like, it has snowed in July. Yep. You know, like it's in like a good amount. So we were up there this year in September and over Labor Day weekend. And we rode through Spearfish Canyon, got to got to Spearfish City and it was 103 degrees. Yeah, it's wild up there. You can't. Yeah, yeah. totally can't predict it. We've done the rally during uh, the whole week. It was like 50 degrees in 2017. It was like and that's, you know, no, that's not like cold, cold, but. When you've gone 2,500 miles each way and invested thousands of dollars riding in the 50s for a week was not the plan. You know what I mean? To, you know, I'm like, 
bundle. I'm a Floridian too these days, so I'm wearing helmets and scarfs and shit. Like, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I mean, fifty I, degrees is cold for you, South Florida people. Oh, it's freezing. Oh, yeah, no, no. you may as well be dying. Arca, you know, in fifty degrees. But that's it's not that. Like, I used to think it was because Floridians were a little uh, weak. Now it's just because we've adjusted to the 110 degree, 99 percent humidity for nine months thing. So. When I first moved down here, I thought I was going to freaking die first time I walked outside in August. So it's just, it's the, the flip side, you know, like, but it, it, there are people who go to the Sturgis outside of the rally that, that makes total sense that they hate crowds. But I do think you want to come close enough that there's still some stuff there that isn't normally there because totally outside of the rally, it's a tiny ass town. You know, like it's got the beautiful scenery. It's got all the riding. That's it's not like they close needles highway until the, the rally starts but there's there's also a great chance if you go like just two weeks before that the vendors will be set up or starting to set up and that kind of stuff and the vibes that way and bands start playing and that kind of stuff but what about see now i think the riding up there is some of the best riding in the country huh. is it i mean i've always i've always heard and again this is not my experience because i haven't been there i've been there riding two of the last three years for multiple days riding all the roads and I really like to ride there um, when there isn't crowds there. Don't the crowds affect your ability to be able to really enjoy some of those roads? They can if, if you if you don't leave early enough. Like the I think the, the worst thing that someone can do to themselves, we refer to it as sturgisting themselves. He got sturgis last night. That just means he drank a bottle of Jack by 9 p.m. and then, then started on the shots. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And so they don't get out of the tent or out of their campground or their, their hotel room or whatever, and they head the needles at noon. Sure. Well, no, you're, you're screwed. That's just not – hey, it, gets, it can get hot, so you don't want to be stuck in slow traffic waiting for one of the tunnel drive-throughs when it's 102 up there, uh, you know, sitting on an embankment like this if you're not used to clutching from a, from a stop on an angle like that, that's not a place to get stuck doing that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it can be a little, a little sketchy. So you you get up and you roll for, for needles by eight, just make sure you're rolling for the good rides in the morning. And then even if there's a lot of bikes on the road, they have no effect on you. I mean, you still got space. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not pulling it out. Right. And then I think there's, it can be kind of fun to be one of, several hundred or thousands of bikes rolling on those roads as long as you're moving at a good clip because you're kind of experiencing it together yeah sure you know, like when you pull off to the pull-offs where people are checking out the views you're going to talk to each other you're going to say like holy shit did you see that you know like and i've had right. some really funny conversations with dudes at those like pull-offs on on needles highway and stuff and if there's no one on there that will be amazing in a different way but i do think you might be missing something a little bit you know we, we rolled in there this year, and the one thing I noticed was that it seemed to me like the city of Rap, Rapid City itself, they did uh, something weird on the highway outside of Sturgis not, where they funneled the traffic, right? That was not there two years ago where they had the, the cone set up to funnel the traffic down to one lane for a period of time. It really? was like there was construction on the road, but there wasn't actually construction on the road. And what were they doing? They trying to keep people just it was, on the road? Well, you know, you you know how the the road going into Rapid City, it's like seventy five or eighty, and then it goes yeah. down to sixty. And, yeah. But but the sign is only as only as big as a, a as a coffee plate. And it's right over a hill too. Yeah, where they change that. Like so they they funneled yeah. the trap. They funneled the traffic right there too. So 
it was like it was like they were intentionally trying to whittle the traffic down to one lane to slow it down as it was all coming into Rapid City. Could be. Yeah. So I, I, that was not there two years ago. And it looks like they're doing construction, right? But they're not. So mm-hmm. it was really just to slow people down. It's a setup. The, uh, I mean, every time when I'm on needles or even in, in the, the, the wildlife loop, the accidents I see are typically someone who just hasn't learned the little weird bits of riding those roads, right? Like, So they'll have 180 switchbacks that have what they call it, a, a reducing radius road where – you go into a turn set for the turn and then it all of a sudden it tightens on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the middle, in the middle of the turn, it will suddenly tighten up, which is a little unique, but there can also be some rather intense embankment. So you're corkscrewing, yep. you know, up or down, which Tony, don't get excited. It's just a road. Don't get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, we're talking about group enjoyment and pulling out and all kinds of stuff. I was like, and now we're are we riding here? Or are we having an orgy? I don't know. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Tony. They, um, what's Tony's never experienced that on the way to the gas station. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, you'd be amazed what happens at the Circle K. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I'm saying. Circle jerk and Circle K. Uh, <laughs> but the but these switchbacks that are extreme uphills, you you can't just like you have to pay attention what the hell you're doing, and you got to make sure it's clear before you go up it. Because what happens is someone gets bogged up or they decide to stop right there to take a freaking picture or something and they stop traffic. And if you get stuck on the apex of that turn and 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 you're on this kind of angle on your bike and you don't happen to land it right and you start going to the left, there's no ground. There's nowhere for your foot to go and you go over. And I've seen a lot of dudes with a lot of experience like drop their bikes, slide down the hill and, and end up breaking a leg over something as stupid as not waiting until the turn was clear before they commit, you know? Uh, out of context, everything that you just said, if you would have taken the word motorcycle out, it sounds like right out of a porn movie. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> that too. I mean, it really, it, you know, it, it was, it, and I, I, completely, I completely agree with you. One of the things we experienced this year was Iron Mountain Road, which we hadn't done in the past. And Iron Mountain Road has those, I I don't even know what they're called, but it's so you can change elevation, the, the, uh, you know, that corkscrew kind of ride or whatever that you were talking about. Um, So you can either go up or go down elevation much quicker without having to have a bunch of switchbacks. They just, you know, you go down 30 feet or up 30 feet because of that. And I actually, those to me were, were not as technical because the, the, um, turn itself is consistent all the way through the corkscrew so it's like once you find that point you're good all the way through it right so you just you know you just ride you just ride right through it so i think one of the things that we had talked about and and we wanted your perspective of and, and you have you have history over the course of the years there is that since motorcycling has changed and motorcyclists have changed right with the with the generations that are coming in is a sturgis style rally still relevant with new with the the new generation of riders that are coming in i think that it definitely should be i think that i i've met several young dudes uh young not young dudes the young couples uh young women riders etc at the chip and and we'll just start bs and this is before the channel this is just us in a crowd standing around with some music start talking and every one of them says well i didn't know but I said to try it and I will come here the rest of my life. Like now that once they experienced it, they were like, this is tremendous fun. 
and huge, they may have been to Daytona, which has no riding and no big concerts. There's good right. biker acts. You can see Jasmine Kane and you know Hairball and a couple of these other bands, but you're not going to see Ozzy Osbourne or Snoop Dogg or something like that at a motorcycle rally at any other rally, but Sturgis pretty much. So you've got the rides all morning, maybe some partying and some, some, you know, smaller acts during the day, wall of death, that kind of stuff. And then you see massive concerts at night, rinse, repeat, do it over again. And you do it for seven days. And I talked to several people in their twenties going, this is freaking awesome. Like, this is really great. And they, they all thought, well, it's, it's for the old guys. It's for the, this, that, and the others. And then they come and they experience it, and it's really not. There's also this expectation that it's it's a Harley event. Well, not anymore. You know, it was. I mean, I when I was a kid, the uh, uh, first year we went in 1989, I guess it was, that I went anyway, um, across the road at Glencoe, a guy had a Goldwing. And he made friends with a bunch of one percenters, and he got drunk and passed out. And they disassembled his motorcycle and hung it from a tree like a mobile. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they didn't Good hurt Lord. anything. Nothing. <sighs> scratch nothing. They didn't hurt nothing. This is back in the days where you don't touch someone's bike. Well, <laughs> they were. They were touch any bike they want to. Like, so when he woke up, they all thought it was hilarious, and then they helped him take it down and put it back together. And um, they only had a couple extra bolts. I'm sure and it was fine. But <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, they like they took this guy's motorcycle apart. That was the kind of thing you did back then. No one's going to do that anymore. No one, no one cares. As a matter of fact, I think you see more and more Harley riders walking up to other bikes going, what is that? Tell me about it. You know, like just to, you know, they're never going to buy anything but a Harley. Some of these dudes, but they're still still in, they're still interested, you know, sure. But it's, it's not a Harley rally anymore. Um, the sad thing is I still get messages every year saying, Hey, I'm from this background, whether it be ethnicity, et cetera. Do you think I'd have a problem with stir? no, but it, that reputation also doesn't apply anymore. Like it's incredibly open and welcoming and everyone should come and have a good time. It's not, not a thing, you know? Good. What? So we, we had uh, um doodle on a couple weeks ago yeah. and she kind of dispelled the myth a little bit about safety also and, and women themselves, you know, not being safe when she essentially strapped a hidden camera on and walked around with shorts and a tank top. And, um, that to see what people's reaction were and it was funny because i think people's opinion of what the what might have been going on and what actually happened was completely different right she was virtually ignored i mean no one paid her any any more or less attention than they did anybody else that was walking down the street it yeah but first off doodle's awesome like we met her this year at sturgis and we hung out and and it was it was it was hilarious because she's an ADV writer. She's got a massive channel, um, but at Sturgis, her audience isn't there as much. Yeah, right. So they don't appreciate or recognize her as often as they do us or some other channels. And it's just it's just because her audience is different. That's all. Right. So we're at this bar, a bunch of us, and people are asking Doodle. To, to hold the camera and take their picture with us. <laughs> and, and I, and, and the wife and I both were like, do you know who that is? That she just like asked to take the picture. And then she's like, Oh, it's fine. Shut up. Don't worry about it. It's like, she's that nice that she doesn't, she has like zero ego. That's not, yeah, that's not yeah. going on. She's super, but cool. it was just hilarious that she's like a star and no one knows who she was because the Sturgis rider is a little different. Um, but yeah, she's incredibly sweet, very smart, knows what she's doing, 
Um, and, and, and I saw the video about, about safety and it's not a thing. I, and I think it's because the biker community self polices it more than any other community on earth. Like if, if someone, if someone would have been, as my wife likes to say, cause she's 137 years old secretly. If someone <laughs> were to be fresh with her, as my wife would say, right. someone's going to kill that guy. Like it's just, it's going to be, they're going to handle it right then and there. And, and that's not okay. We don't do that. And it's, it's, it's fine. It really is fine. You might get someone that says, you know, you know, oh, you look nice today. Cause I feel like that sort of old school mentality is still there. You know what I mean? Like, but right. they will think they're being complimentary. Right. You know what I mean? They won't. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that, that sort of dynamic, but um, yeah, no, no, it's, there's not a safety issue there. <laughs> this is Bucky. <laughs> is in the chat, everybody. Can hear you. <laughs> I told her, I said, you should be on this tonight. And she's like, nah, Oh, she's with the dog. We got a new puppy recently, and he's a pain. Oh, in the ass. I got a new puppy too. What did you get? Did you? Yeah, um, we got a Rottweiler and um, a man's dog. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Brit- Brittany got another hellhound. I have another poodle. I'm hooked. <laughs> Poodles for life. Are they as bad as puppies as yes. Rottweilers are? Because yes. he's a jerk. Uh, as I, like- I don't know because I've only had poodles, but I mean, so I got a male this time, and he's like. I didn't know there was male poodles. Typical. <laughs> I mean, how else do you get the poodles? How do you breed them, Tony? They're asexual. They're like frogs. They're asexual. They just, like, they just, yeah. <laughs> they're like gremlins. One just pops off the back and grows up. Like, Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> Nature finds a way. Any any dog that you put a ridiculous haircut like that that bounces around your yard, you know the dog's thinking, you motherfuckers did this to me. You're like, you made me look like this. I used to look like a normal dog. Now I look like this thing with this poofy thing on my tail. Looks like I sh- I'm trying to catch something. Uh, I mean, on the male ones, do you like trim up their bean bag or do you just leave that natural? I haven't done that yet, so I'll let you know when yet. I get to it. <laughs> Well, I do the grooming. I do the grooming in the house. So, well, good um, luck with that. So you're the so so you cut that ridiculous haircut into your dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Give him a mohawk or something. Give him something cool. That is a a pretty badass idea, right? Mohawk, mohawk, something that. That's right. Have you ever? So, so have you ever seen? Have you, have any of you ever seen a Rhodesian Ridgeback dog? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, they are the scariest things on the planet. They have a natural mohawk that, from their tail all the way to the top of their head, in about an inch wide swath, the hair grows the opposite direction. So it actually is a mohawk on this dog. They're in mm-hmm. Africa, and those fuckers hunt lions. They are yeah. crazy. Crazy looking dogs. I have a thought though, Brittany. If you were to give your dog a blue mohawk, it might feel like a real man and totally change its whole idea. Like, so it could. I think the, it would. the puppy does. I haven't done his hair yet because he's only four and a half months. So I took him to the groomer this time. So yeah, well, we named our dog Harley, which actually was my daughter's idea, not mine. Shockingly, and he's only three months. And uh, my my daughter came up to me today and says. Um, I'm going to need you to go with me when I take him out because all he does is bite me. Yeah. <laughs> That's about right. He's at the age. Yep. I'm like, he just, I go, babe, you have to understand. He he thinks you're the other pup in the litter. Like we're mom and dad. So he doesn't do that to us. But when she takes him out, all he does is bite her legs and knees and shoes and face <laughs> and whatever, like whatever you're going to Oh yeah. Up. Right. 
and he's <laughs> and he's sixty seven pounds, I suppose already. And he has he's heavy pounds? already. He's three yeah. months old, and he's already mm. a sack of potatoes picking him up. He's probably 35, 40 pounds already. Yeah, so he still have those. You might uh, be feeding him too puppy much. Teeth? Yeah, he'll still have his puppy teeth. They don't lose those until like six months. Like he he's he still got just gum. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even have teeth all over his mouth yet. Like, wow. ah, yeah. he's the yeah. he's the devil. You guys yeah. missed um, the other day. So the the male puppy, his name's Ripley. He likes to. He can reach the couch now. He can jump on it. So he like dove across the couch, jumped on top of Jared, and then essentially started teabagging his face. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jared. Oh, Why is there not video of this Jeez. up right now? Wow. Yeah, that'd be viral. That was your chance to take your channel I mean, viral. Jared, Jared takes a lot of abuse in your house. I would be swinging that Even dog in a windmill in by it. its nutsack. <laughs> I understand right why out Jared the hangs around. <laughs> I feel like that was a power play. That was a compost move. Right yeah, exactly. Probably. <laughs> you like this bitch? That's what the dog like. They're not in charge. <laughs> that was the dog's version of prison right there. <laughs> teabagged Jared. I mean, if he's getting teabagged, what's happening up around the forehead area is what I want to know. <laughs> a red snake was laying up. You're not kidding. His goddamn lipstick came out. Red rocket, red rocket. <laughs> red rocket. <laughs> How's this shade look? <laughs> Try this on. That's bad. Mm. Oh, oh you won't be able to unsee that anytime soon. Mm. Now we're going to have the PETA people on our ass. <laughs> well, you know. Why? The dog was having a wonderful evening. He hey, was. PETA can read yeah, my he shirt. he wasn't in trouble. <laughs> What's your shirt say, Ryan? I can't read it from here. Fuck, Fuck off. off. <laughs> that was just me telling Percy to fuck off. What does oh. your shirt say? <laughs> <laughs> My shirt also says fuck off. Oh, okay. Oh, it's coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. Right. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so TJ, going going back to Sturges, is there a routine of places you guys hit every year that's just got to oh, do yeah. it? We, uh, the, the funny thing is we, we enjoy it so much that even though everyone says, well, you should try this new thing or this new thing. And I'm like, fuck that. We know what we like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it is like we, we will out nail without, without, sorry, without fail. We will go to the knuckle to see Jasmine play the last Friday night. If she's doing that, typically that last Friday night, I'm getting ready to pack and head home. So Jasmine Kane plays that night with ACDC uh, tribute band, shoot the thrill. Like we won't miss that. Every ride we'll do as often as we can. So we'll do Spearfish at least twice. We'll do Needles probably two to three times. Iron Mountain at least twice. Um, the Badlands at least once. The reason I say at least once because the Badlands is actually far. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's like what? An uh, hour and a half? Yeah. hour and a half out of yeah, Rapid River? At least, so yep. It's a day, right? Yep. Like it's it's the day. You're heading out. You can, you can go every day. You know, Spearfish Canyon to Deadwood to Needles. To, I mean, you can do all of that in one day, but but Badlands, you're committed. Like, you're going yeah. all the way out. You're going to run the Badlands loop, end up in Wall, go to Wall Drug for a Buffalo Burger and whatever, you know, cheesy other thing you want. And then, yeah, there you go. From teabagging in Sturgis. No. And then, um, <laughs> I'd imagine there is some teabagging in Sturgis going on. There could be, I'm sure. If you yeah. pass out, it's happening. I guarantee it. <laughs> Got that. That one guy walking around with those huge quads. <laughs> yeah. 
Here, mon- <laughs> money maker right here, Brittany. Ripley yeah, the teabagging poodle sounds like a comic book. <laughs> well, <that laughs> I'll illustrate right it. It'll be it'll make I millions. Just, I, I mean, I, I think that I, I think it, if I go to Sturgis, I'm going to walk around and hand out Sharpies. And when somebody asks me what it's for, I'm going to be like, when your buddy passes out, of course, this is to draw a dick on his face. And oh, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, of course." I don't. Exactly. You may not even have to tell them. You can just hand out a sharpie, like, "Oh, for drawing dicks." Thank you. Yep. <laughs> and then it's like immediately they're gonna know what that's for. Yeah, I, I think so. And then um, Topless Tuesday is less of a thing for us as it used to be. That's in uh, Alzada, Montana. It just—it's gotten so big. I normally can, when it comes to biker stuff, I can tolerate crowds more than I can in normal life. But Topless Tuesday is this tiny place that you end up parking in a pasture that's got three foot ruts that you can't see because of the grass. Right. And it's it, Percy's. Have you been to Alzada? Have you ever been to the, uh, no, no, but St- Stoneville saloon is there year round, but it's this, it's a cool little place. It really is. But every time you go there, you almost drop your bike four times, just trying to park the damn thing. Cause you're just like four wheeling, you know, on a 950 pound Harley in a field. And, um, you can't see anything because the crowd is so big. They run out of food and beer almost every year. That's how many people are there. Oh, damn. And it's it's gotten so big and so to the point where it is what's the point? And it's another day's commitment. Like you're it's you know, two and a half hour ride out to Alzada, and then you're there for the whole day, and then you ride all the way back. So we're kind of like over that one, you know. Sure. Um, Nobody wants to see me topless. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. There is OnlyFans, man. I'm telling you, there's a thing right there, dude. There you is know. a kink for everybody out there, homie. Absolutely, wow. everybody's got foot the thing. picks. Yep. <laughs> but as far as places to stay, we've stayed at the Chip for years, and this next year is going to be the first time we don't stay there in in more than a decade. So we're not going. We're not saying where. And the reason why is. That is, we love the channel. And we love everybody who watched it, but it was a little out of hand this year. <laughs> like we we had people banging on the doors, drunk at two in the morning. Hey, oh, monkey! Geez. Like banging on my RV, and it's like, okay, we've got we've got to kind of go someplace smaller because the chip's got how many tens of thousands of people in it. Sure. So if if one thousand of them watch a lot of YouTube, that's a thousand people drunk looking for your ass every night. That sounds <laughs> right. bad. That does sound bad. Yeah, it doesn't it, sound like a good time. It's fun. It's a lot of fun, and every one of them means well. Nobody's you know out of hand, but it's I, we didn't sleep much. <laughs> let me let me ask you this because I think the one thing that's always kind of turned me off or kind of turned me off my mind of thinking of going me topless. Money, well, that too. Okay, um, is the money grab? I mean, how how bad is that getting, and and how is that to you kind of change the the vibe or the enjoyment? Of, of the rally that it's not as bad as it could be you know what i mean like i it's there don't get me wrong but when you go to main street and the food vendors are charging 12 bucks for a burger and fries maybe 15 Jesus. that's not that bad right it's not Fuck, it's like 11 bucks it's like King mcdonald's right yeah. yeah it's not it's not that yeah. bad um if you go to the chip a beer is going to be maybe four dollars it's not strip club prices. You know what I mean? And oh, that's not bad. R- rallies are one of those things where if you're staying at the campground, you're part of the campground, you could, you, well, there are ways <laughs> that you can cater money. to your own, you know, preferences. They sell, they sell cases of beer at a reasonable price inside the chip, for an example. So you can go up there and buy it and just ice it down and 
you know, BYOB to the shows and they're not even going to give you any trouble really about it. It's if it's the beers you bought there, but so there's ways around that. Also, we wake up in our camper. We have breakfast every day, pretty much at our rig. Maybe two days we'll go have breakfast at the restaurants there, but we cook breakfast. Um, we eat freaking burgers and stuff. It's not like we're eating filet mignon for lunch every day. And then at least two nights during the rally, we grill back at the rig. We invite people back and have a good time. Like I don't feel it's. I really don't feel like it's that bad. So if you go without a big rig like you guys have set up, what are the facilities like? Do they have good like showers and bathrooms and all that stuff? If a person was going to go there legit and camp, is that is that part of it set up okay for people too? The last time I used the shower houses was at Glencoe and they were nice. That was fine. I mean, okay. it was, well, not it's not a luxurious experience, but <laughs> it was fine, right? I wonder um, if it's any worse than FDB um, nineteen. They're be- they're nicer than that. I mean. So? Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is like you go into those big public showers and you know for sure somebody's going to walk in there and throw like 10 bars of soap on the ground. And so, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you can res- if you can if you can just give up the urge to reach down and pick up that bar of soap, you're fine. Maybe you know where you've been going, Ryan, life, but damn. Right? Thought of that, like... <clears throat> What's that? Maybe you need a more little more romance in your life. Someone throws <laughs> a bar of soap at your feet in the shower. Maybe you should pick it up. Maybe, maybe like, you should grab. Maybe them all. I should pick them all up. <laughs> you should find. You could find love, man. You just never know. <laughs> but yeah, the the uh, it, 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 I, I will tell you that. I, I, <laughs> Jared, we feel for you, bro. I had a dream somebody was smacking a, a sack of plums on my chin. <laughs> I I was at. Uh, the Pappy Hoyle campground, which used to be called the Broken Spoke. It's the, the full throttle one two, yep. three years ago. And we decided, like, well, you know, we're drunk. Let's, let's go on an adventure. She's, like, walking around the campground. And the shower houses were there. And I'm like, I want to see what they're like for future years. And they're, like, little houses that you open the door and you have a dressing room that you, like, a private, like, you have a private place to get ready to shower and then wow. shower and then change. So you're not, like, it's not the Marine Corps. You know what I mean? Like, it's you have a private little place to get ready so that was that was pretty wild that's nice so right the downside is the last two years sturgis is getting freaking hot during the day so if you're tenting you have no escape right right you know i mean you either get on the bike and ride which is the best way to do it right get some freaking wind in your face Mm -hmm. but if it's 105 that's just right into a blast furnace yeah so it sucks all the way around yeah, you worry about people overheating legitimately. There's only so much air conditioning to be found at Sturgis, you know? Well, and and TJ is not wrong either. So when we went to South Dakota, it's been three seasons now. The first time we went out there, it was uh, same day over Labor Day weekend, which is only a couple weeks after Sturgis. And it, it had snowed nine inches <laughs> before we went and set up. <clears throat> so, you know... You just never really know. The, the weather up there is super unpredictable. So were you there, TJ? I don't remember when this was. This was probably in the mid-90s when they had that huge um, hailstorm that, that went ago. through there. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the 90s, though. It was early, early 2000s, I think. Okay, yeah, early was, 2000s, yeah. It was so bad. You got to picture this. There were pictures of Ultra Classics that a hailstone had shattered the windshield shattered Alexan windshield, hit the tank, and then caved that sucker in like somebody hit it with a four-pound sludge. From yeah. a hailstone? Yes. Yeah. Like, like they were softball-sized hailstones. Fatal hailstones that would have killed somebody if it hit a person. Like it was, That's it terrifying. Was, um, there was, I don't know how many millions of dollars in RVs 
where yeah. the fiberglass roofs were getting cracked and shattered and like it was there was serious damage like it was bad they they had really done afternoon a, too yeah they had done uh discovery or somebody was there doing a doing a thing and uh, you were seeing people come into this bar and their heads were bleeding and you know just like broken appendages their bikes are smashed to bits in the parking lot and i i remember that a buddy of mine was out there that year for uh for that, and uh, he came home with a with a nice uh, nice dent in his tank uh, from a hailstone that that hit his uh, that, that hit would his bike. suck, man, to get fucking pummeled by a hailstone like that. Yeah, yeah the full throttle was having a bike show when it happened. So all these Holy like hell. bikes are outside, and they just got like m- like mirrors were shattered, like their 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 mirrors were broken off. That's how big these hailstones were. Could you imagine bringing out there one of those hundred thousand dollar performance baggers right now, and and that and a hailstorm just fucking blows your bike to bits? Good God! Because none of them are insured, right? You know, right. none of them insured right. some mm. damn things. Like, yeah, I got I got liability on this with a five thousand dollar front end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two thousand fifteen street glide. It's worth nine thousand dollars, or they like right. like that. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> on paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Did you meet up with the Cowans this this past time? Chris and Heather uh, yeah, Cowan. From- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, Chris and Heather are pals. We love them to death. We uh, we saw them in in Daytona uh, at Sturgis. Not as much as we'd like to. As a matter of fact, we're changing our our what we're going to be at next year a little more to be around the Chopper crowd a little more because we just we we made all these friends that were like, man. I feel like there's a community there that we overlooked for a long time. Like the last several years, it's been all about touring bikes, right? Everything. I don't mean show bikes. I just mean people on touring bikes, modern touring bikes. And then you get exposed to this like small culture of old school chopper builders and, and you hang out with them for a night and they're all you want to hang out with anymore. They're just the, the nicest, most hilarious, crazy, like they're tremendous and they're young. They're like freaking. 30 year old dudes building shovels in their garage that are doing really it's like, well, Weems was here earlier. Prime example. I mean, he's not 30 years old. He's my age, but still like there's, there's there, that culture is alive and well and thriving. And, and those dudes are a blast. Like they know how to have a good party and they just love bikes. They'll give you shit if you're on a, on a bagger like I am, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we owe you a little bit of a congratulations. You got nominated for cycle source award for, was it best new media? Best yeah. media, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know about it until somebody else sent me a message about it. It was funny, but there, if there's any justice in the world, I won't win. I mean, like <laughs> it was. It's one of the one of the nominees was the freaking movie, uh, uh, World's Fastest Woman, about Jesse Combs. Like, mm. if I if I won, I would be like, don't tell anybody. That's that. No, that's not good. You know, like <laughs> it, 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 so. I, I'm sure that that's going to win, and it should. So, but it was. It's nice to me. It's nice to be recognized. What people always say, and you know, yeah, yeah. There's, I think the vo- the voting closed out a few weeks ago, and I think uh, isn't it closer to Christmas that they draw? Mm-hmm. They have the live. The, they have the live on Sunday with with um, with the winners announced. I believe. Yeah. The I, I think the December issue it'll be in there, like the actual paper mag, cycle source magazine will be in yep. there. I think maybe maybe next week. I don't know what that's going, out. But. I think they just released that within the last day or two. So oh, it's, it well, should be out on newsstands now. If you want to go get one with your with your logo in it, that'd be cool. With my with my not winning, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure if I won, somebody would have said something. So that's you know you thanks, never know, Austin. man. Because we won it last year and we didn't know until after yeah. it was announced, and 
somebody uh, got in touch with Dustin and said we won. We had no clue. Didn't yeah, know we were nominated. Yeah. Until, yeah, they, until somebody, somebody just, told us we were nominated. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the night that they actually did the awards, um, they announced who the winners were, and then they – they sent it to us and said, here's the link. They just announced you. And we were like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's when I when I saw that, I was like, that's pretty sweet. I didn't know anything about it. Somebody else does that. Um, but yeah, it's it. But yeah, we, I saw that Jesse's documentary was in there. I'm like, well, it was nice to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. We were the same way. We were like, yeah, really nominated. Fuck. Yeah, that's going to happen. The right. only I, to, I told my wife, I said the only saving grace that would make us win is if nobody knows what the title's about. Because all it said was the world's fastest woman or something like that. If it, if it said Jesse Combs, it'd be like, oh, screw it. Like, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, they're good people. They, they have this whole crowd of awesome, awesome people. I met Bill, uh, Bill Stevens, who builds bikes probably two years ago in Daytona. And we hang out with him every year. And, and, and this last year at Sturgis, he had this whole gaggle of young dudes with bikes that they themselves are impressive, but Bill's still like the old school guy who knows that you wrap horse hair around a spark plug to drive water out if water's in the like insane like chopper voodoo stuff you know like that so they call him Bill our Lord and Savior and they they follow him around and when their bikes don't run Bill figures it out it's you know like so when I'm building this bike in the garage I keep saying like someone needs to come finish this thing because I don't think you realize I don't know what I'm doing like it, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad so. So Weems, if you're still there, um, I, South Florida is really nice. <laughs> you should come for like I don't know seven, eight, nine days and just you know hang out in Palm Beach and bring your welder <laughs> and bring and bring <laughs> <laughs> just to hey. show me, just just to see. Oh yeah, that's what that looks like, you know. Hey, can you show me on this part how you would weld this together? <laughs> <laughs> Weems, he said, don't call me. <laughs> that bike you're working on looks like it's going to be a lot of fun though it, my saving grace is that I, I i i affectionately referred to it as a rolling basket case like it was it was it ran when it parked when it was parked i'm changing a lot on it but it's not like i have to make a motor fit the frame it already right. did so Everything's going to be torn down. I'm taking it to a local guy here to do some some little small welding on it that I just don't have a welder and don't trust myself to actually try and do that kind of crap. But um, and then it's going to go off. Frames going to be powder coated. Tins going to be painted, and then it's just reassembly with a lot of different parts than what was on it. But in theory, it's nothing like what Weems does or or you know Billy Lane or these other like serious builders. I'm basically just reassembling it. But it's know. still confusing. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, and the wiring is my biggest nightmare, actually. I'm, like, sweating rewiring that thing. Oh, I saw that I in your video the other day. So they, they ripped the, the wiring harness out or something. Yes, the wiring harness that's in it is from a 1990 Sportster 883. They literally ripped it out of a total bike and then, like, shoehorned it into this chopper. And that's why it won't turn over now. It's because I guarantee you look at it, there's just wires hanging out in places. and So I'm starting over, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> while we're while we're talking about jared weems we just want to let everybody know that doesn't know yet that we're in the middle of a autism charity bike build and jared's been the lead and getting this thing put together and it's looking amazing 
it's actually going to paint here real soon and milk uh mr milkbone is going to be the one doing all the paint work so that's pretty exciting uh, that's been some new information we just released this morning on the podcast but while we're here and uh i want to go ahead and thank for another time for this time for now all the sponsors that have been a part of this build and we're just so thankful for them so i'm just going to go ahead and read them off real quick blockhead moto he's actually working on the motor right now chop dog chop docks i'm sorry engine armor coating fna customs lowbrow customs milkbone customs as we just talked about prison supply company sns cycles tc brothers throttle addiction vintage bike builder and of course mr jared weems himself thank you everybody that's contributed to the bike uh, we're kind of coming around that last turn and we're going to raise uh, some money for the autism community the Autism Community in Actions, the charity we chose for this That's bike build. if you all ever see it, because if it comes to me first, I'm fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, very cool. If you want to check, if you want to check out what's going on with that, go to fiveridybikers.com and go to the website, and we'll give you updates. And of course, Jared's got YouTube channel material that he's been putting out almost every week about the bike and the progress with it, and it's just it's just looking amazing, man. Keep your eyes out because tickets will be on sale very, very soon. And if you don't know, it's going to be the bike on the left in this painting because Jared oh. has built the bike on the right. That's badass. That'll be cool. Yep. I, so, I the other day it was kind of a funny weem story. I was I was in the family room watching, and then the we all work from home a lot of days, and my wife's on the other end of the house, and and she just hears me yell, "Fuck no!" like scream at the TV, and she runs out. And she's like, "What's wrong?" And I go. Weems' bike got damaged. The one he took to Born Free. Like, uh, 56. <laughs> he had done yeah. a video where the ratchet strap had like yeah, just came loose. Bike up. Yeah. And I, and I, and I was screaming to the TV and she ran out thinking like, what's wrong? Thinking it's the pup or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, Weems' bike got damaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It got scratched. And then she, and then she, he took it to, he took it to Milkbone and he fixed it. So it was like, yeah, that, that was, that was bad. That was real bad. But yeah. Yeah, super super special ultra rare paint on that bike too. I, I believe it's a I think it's a BMW paint that he put on that bike. Milkbone well, said in the video he he mixes it, so it's not like you could match it someplace else. Like uh, I know where that when I was in 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 school, I had a, a little Toyota pickup truck that one of my dad's buddies, the body man, painted it, and I and it got hit in the parking lot. And I brought it to him, and he's like, "I can't match that paint, dude. That was scraps. Like you take scrap paint and go, well, that's not a bad red." <laughs> paint of the truck and he was like, I can't match it. There was no science to that. This is the this is the late eighties, early nineties, so fuck. There's your paint. Aston, oh, there. Aston, Aston Martin, Martin, Martin China, China Gray. Yeah. I knew I knew it was an actual I knew it was an actual car color paint. I remember that. I I, I didn't know, but there you go. So That's very specific. So we, why didn't you just buy it from Aston Martin? It'd be so much easier. What is it like nine thousand dollars an ounce? What? Yes. Like... Probably. <laughs> I'm sure it's pre mixed. I mean, it's fine. Well, I've seen that Born Free bike. It's uh, it's incredible. It's wild. It's just it's wild. It, like, it's a work of art. Yeah, it's an absolute work of art. It and the thing about rowdy. that bike that's so impressive is there's the legitimate engineering in there. It's not like mine. Mine's a freaking parts bin Paco bike. Whereas his is like the tanks on the side and the, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. supercharged or something like that. You know, like, yeah. Oh, Weem said they did buy the paint from Aston Martin, but Milkbone modified it. <laughs> and there you go. Well, there you go. Sure unmatchable, you know. Yeah. Fuck. 
<laughs> so besides Stur- we talk about Sturgis but are any of you planning on any other rallies this year or events or whatever besides FDB I'm thinking about coming down to uh, Daytona Volts and I were talking about I've got a timeshare down in Orlando about maybe coming down hitting up the timeshare and hitting Daytona riding around southern Florida for bike week or what maybe yeah don't know. They, they, Everybody I tell keeps telling me not to do it, but I've never done it, and I just think it might be a cool thing to do. I think it might be great for your old bones, Dave, to get some of that, that warm weather. The sun. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, you prob- you'll probably be able to feel your hips again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but we got. I, I live near the auto train uh, here in, in oh, Virginia, yeah. so I was thinking about just putting the bike on and then. Uh, Taking the auto train train down, then riding around, and come back up. That'd so there's awesome. a train that goes down there. Yeah, yeah. And you put your car, your motorcycle on it. it takes about how long 17 does that train take? Seventeen hours. God, I damn. think it's seventeen. And then it's hit or miss. It's whenever order your car went on determines the time to get off. So I think if you're first on, you're last out. Cycle fanatics. Road yeah, he to did the that station, last year. but he luckily had weather decent enough to ride to the station. Then he jumped on the auto train. Well, to come that was debatable because I was sitting on my bike in the middle of that fucked up weather, getting wet, waiting on them to come in because I was going to film them coming into the the parking lot, and I gave up. They, I think they, I think they got they came in. I saw him post like thirty five minutes after I got back to the house, and I said, "Now, nah, fuck it." It was it was cold and it was cold and rainy and shitty like that back in my St. Louis days where I'm from that was just life right like we we pretty much never stopped riding throughout the year but I mean 13 Uh is my record but that was 13 and dry oh yeah no I wouldn't do that 13 in the rain you're gonna free right you're actually gonna ice up you know so anyway so 13 is fucking cold. Yeah, it was bad. And I had a V-Rod. And and the frame of the V-Rod, if you can picture it, funnels the air right onto your testicles. Oh, (laughs) man. And, like, just a blast chiller right to the twig and berries as you're riding down the road. Like, You had had hair before that ride. I need a pitcher of warm water and a spatula. (laughs) (laughs) We got to where we were going for an event for the organization I'll be named. And I went into the bathroom to use the restroom, and there's another new guy in the room. And and I go to use the restroom, and I go, and I just scream. So like, holy shit, I'm female! Like I'm it's gone. Like, it's gone. <laughs> and he was like, Jesus, what do we do? Like this was like you know, the best SNL skit you can ever imagine. Because it was you like, stick your I thumb up your ass, it. and like, it'll pop out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been best friends ever since. That me and that dude. So six packs, my buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm None getting the V rod. Went to the hundredth anniversary. Well, that was 2003. Uh, I mean, I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> now Ryan's cold up there in North Dakota. I think he's already done the Portuguese snowblower twice. Mm. Yeah. It's cold up You're, there. How many dude. how many feet of snow have you guys already had, Ryan? Uh, we haven't had feet quite yet. I mean, well, I should I shouldn't say that. That's not exactly true. We had a good melt off, so we probably only have about fourteen or eighteen inches on the ground right now. But mm. we we had a good melt off this that last weekend. Awful. Yeah, it's, so, it's, but th- isn't that because it's too cold to snow that much up there? Like- well, not not this time of year. We do uh, not quite yet. It's twenty four right now. 
but okay. it, it's supposed to be uh, below zero tonight, and then we're supposed to get single digits in the next couple of days. So we're mm. hitting we're hitting a cool off. We hit a we hit a nice little warm patch here, but it's it's going to get cold again. So it happens. It's it's what we mm. deal with. It, it, I remember that phrase in St. Louis that it's too cold to snow, and I just yeah not, yeah we we yeah. get that we get that, that for sure makes sense or or you get the uh, what we call we we call it dry snow people don't even understand what that means where it's so cold that the the snow has real no water content to it so that happens okay, too. hang on snow <laughs> is made of water yeah <laughs> yeah but there's different right. types but of when snow. you when you pick it up Tony and you can't actually make a snowball with it because it's so because it's so dry. You know, there's nothing the worse than snow. having a glass of dry water. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, so Ryan, why why do you live there? I'm just, I'm just I know. Just that, a no, it's just a question. We ask him, we ask him week, all man. the time. People, people have asked me that numerous times, there. and and my answer my answer to that question is always, uh, um, it's it's a great place to raise kids because it's safe. And uh-huh. because no one actually does want to live here, the people that they get to live here, they pay us really well to stay. So right. Th- that happens. That, that's that's actually a real thing. <laughs> so unless there's a helicopter and a Bentley too. in the fucking driveway, it ain't it ain't enough. Like, like <laughs> and maybe there is. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like there's a that serves you drinks and stuff. But I, there is something to that though, because we we this this house is now three years old and. Uh, after the pandemic, uh, we got a letter the other day from a realtor saying, here's a firm offer for your house. And I was like, you are on fucking crack if you pay that for this house. Like, you're out of your freaking mind. But the funny thing is, like, so where do I go live? Like, you know, like I sell my house. Because you're going to pay just as much if you go yeah, someplace that's, else. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's not real money. I got to live somewhere, you know. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. the 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 I actually met a guy at Sturgis one year that uh, came from, I can't remember what side of the country, honestly, but he and his son decided that they would go up through North Dakota before they came down to Sturgis. And I swear they had PTSD from riding <laughs> in North Dakota. Like he was like, and this is August, right? They're on the way to Sturgis. But he said there was, he's something about the mud and moisture. Their bikes look like they had been buried and dug up because they had well, accidentally ended up on like an oil, oil field road or something. Oh Yeah. If he, it was if, bad. If they it did, was real if bad. They did that for sure. But <laughs> that was kind of a stroke. Problem. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's really it's an interesting phenomenon though because I always tell people it's where the it's where the sun and it's where the sun and land meet, right? Because it's really it's so flat that in the summertime we get it's that you know that Alaska situation we get light out till ten thirty at night. So mm. riding season for us not only it's short but our days are really long. So when we want to, if we want to travel anywhere, it's light from five o'clock in the morning till ten thirty at night that you can travel where you legitimately aren't riding in the dark, and so that's a, that's a bit of an, an advantage from that perspective. So that's that's really nice. And then you know, the other thing is the you know, speed limits are are loosely enforced, right? So I nobody mean, you wants can to safely, go outside. You can safely ride. You can safely ride your bike in the summertime, ten miles over the speed limit, right? Speed limit's already seventy-five on our interstates here. It's it's eighty in South Dakota, so I mean you can easily go, you know, eighty-five, ninety, and you're not going to get a ticket. Plus, they just don't pull over bikes very much, so it's like, you know, they're sitting there and you drive by them going ninety, they just kind of look the other way. Hmm. We actually, I made that joke the other day in Florida that they're all they're looking for is like drug and gun traffickers down here in, in South Florida. 
I'm not talking North Florida where everyone's dating their sister, but I mean like, like <laughs> Southern Florida, <laughs> Southern Florida, like they could give a shit. Like, I mean, the cops are just like, well, there's not an immediate gunfight coming. Like you're not spraying rounds while out of the car. We're going to the highway. So we'll let you go. So we roll 9095 all the time on the turnpike and no one cares, but that's because they're all every car they've pulled over on the turnpike in South Florida they already knew the license plate and description before they pulled them over. You know what I mean? Like that's reported, you know, blue Dodge, this license plate's got a trunk full of guns, you know, like that, that that's all they're doing is pulling those over. So. Oh, Kazo Moto says he's got to get back to work. He's in Australia. He hasn't paid attention to his job in two hours. I know yeah, that's <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I'm looking at him now. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's hard to keep up I with know. the comments. No, thank you guys for joining in the side chat. We appreciate it. Uh, TJ, I was I was actually in, down in Soulard today. I was oh, yeah? bummed, I was bummed we didn't get to meet up uh, a few months back, but we'll have to try to do that next year when you when you come up again. Yeah, the friggin' timing sucked. This this year I'm not even stopping in St. Louis. I'm just blasting through. Oh, you're just gonna blast through? Okay. Yeah, how long how long does it take you to get up there? Monkey, was it 20 it's, something hours? I decided this year that it needed to be four days, not three. Just to get because, up there. Just to get up there, yeah, because it's it's pulling my rig loaded with two bikes and all the supplies and water and fuel and everything else in there is about 14,000 pounds. And pulling that thing 700-plus miles a day for three days – to make it because it's 2400 miles from my house to start jesus that's a fucking um, wall. jesus it's Christ. it's it's exhausting it's a little too so i decided this last year i'm like you know what no it needs to be 600 mile days because a 600 mile day pulling a, a, so people say like oh a thousand miles on a bike dude i would much rather do a thousand miles on a bike in a day than 600 miles pulling that weight with with yeah it's a lot different i mean like it's ex, it's exhausting you're working that wheel the whole time and my rig is 36 feet plus the truck. So it's like pulling a tractor trailer that does this the whole time because it's not a tractor oh. trailer. And you're getting cut off. And there's also the nerves of you've got a big investment in your camper and your motorcycles and everything back there. And if something goes wrong, you're homeless. Right? Like that's my home yeah. for, for, you know, two and a half weeks. So every day I end the day just stress the F out until I get up there. I don't care if I have an accident on the way home. i'm just going home (laughs) well when we rode out there last year and we we got caught in some just hellacious crosswinds it was it was horrible and you know we were passing a lot of rvs and we came on this one and this family sitting on the side of the road their shit was just strung out forever down the road and the the rv had come off the frame Oh, God. It just no. rolled over. The frame was still connected to the truck, but I just, you know, I couldn't even imagine, man. I, I spend probably the last six weeks before I leave checking everything, like repacking bearings, checking tires, checking plumbing lines, check, like just making sure the rig is ready for that, for that distance. And it's, it's, it's stressful as hell. So I go 600 miles, I pull off into a freaking KOA and I just, plug in power and I crash for the night get up in the morning 600 miles which is probably about 10 that's 12 th- hours depending I was on say about 12 or 13 hours right yeah it's if I if it depends on the segment of the trip because the first segment you're going through Atlanta 
which sucks balls. Me. That's yeah. it's it's <laughs> awful. Like I, my father and I die laughing all the time because we've both done it a bunch of times. You're like, why does this this lane? You know, they paint on the lane. 75 north 75 north 75 north yeah and all of a sudden why is it over here now like all of a sudden, it just moved on me like now i gotta change lanes downtown they that call thing. that low bidder i hate atlanta <laughs> atlanta and, and actually uh, chattanooga and nashville is not much better anymore it really is nashville's no, gotten nashville's, pretty bad i noticed yeah it's awful it. yeah nashville's indianapolis indianapolis can eat a bag of dicks Indianapolis is a bag of dicks. It is a bag of dicks. Every yeah. time I've been there, I've been stuck in traffic. It just—I don't know if shitty. anybody in this chat lives in Indiana, but if the U.S. had an asshole, could be Indiana. <laughs> well, Gary's terrible. From there, right? I don't Understand. know, man. I think Gary, the, Indiana, Indiana. Interstate going through mm-hmm. St. Louis around the arch—that's pretty much the ass of America, I think. You think? Oh, you know what though? When we went to when we <laughs> went to Hogs and Frogs this summer, I was rolling with uh, with with john and um phil phil so i so so tj imagine this i i we were driving from kentucky to uh, a small town in missouri and i was rolling with two other police officers so they pretty they we stopped at a gas station and they told me ride as fast as you want to ride (laughs) and we rode through st louis and i shit you not we were going 90 when we passed the arch I, I mean, oh, we dude, were. How did you stay on your bike as bad as those roads are? Oh, dude, the Poplar Bridge is pretty chewed up, man. It's, when, it's when you're, horrible. When you're going yeah. 90, you're, you're just floating over, over the road. You just yeah, glide man. over it. I mean, you're, just we, fl- you're actually not on the ground anyway. You're actually just kind of <laughs> yeah, in the air. That's, yeah. that's I where mean, my Rick Rack came off the, the rack. Yeah, He's going yeah, really? Yeah. But there are like there's some six inch expansion joints there that are not connected. <laughs> like you know, but I, I this this last the worst bump I had. St. Louis doesn't bother me. My hometown. I used to I used to work downtown and live out in the burbs. So like, it, it doesn't stress me out because I I that's my whole first thirty years of my life were there, right? So it's fine. But this last year, the biggest bump where I thought, oh shit, the bikes must have gone crazy in the trailer was in my hometown on a three seventy on ramp where it just went. I swear to God, my truck and trailer all left the pavement at the same time and came down. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. When you dukes a hazard, a whole truck and trailer, you yeah. know you've done something. Yeah. That's never yeah. good. It was bad. But from there, it's like, it's it past St. Louis, I was telling my wife, man, like, it's smooth sailing, man. Like, KC, Iowa, you're just, I'm just, I'm like, you know, pedal down the whole way from there. But that first half really sucks. Wind so are you doing that ride solo, Monkey? I'm sorry? You do that ride solo? Or yeah. does your wife go with you? No, I go alone. Oh, and she flies up, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. So, well, we got, we have a 10-year-old, so it's it just doesn't work that we can't both be gone for yeah. three weeks, two and a half weeks, whatever, so... Yeah, so she's she's the best wife that ever was. She's always like, get the fuck out, leave, because I actually enjoy the solitude. I'm a bit weird like that. Like, a couple days of nothing but podcasts and music and, no, you know, to myself. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. I took the day off today and just went down to St. Louis. I had a fucking lobster roll in Soulard and came home. There you go. Soulard's fun. A yeah. what? A lobster roll. What's a Soulard? Soulard's a district. It's a yeah, it's a neighborhood district down in St. Oh, Louis. All right. I thought oh, it was just look straight down, like, Tony. You'll see. What the see fuck one. is that? <laughs> <Soulard>. <laughs> it was a girl Soulard. I knew in high school. She was uh, she was real friendly. 
<laughs> she, too lard. <laughs> she was not afraid. She was lonely and needed some love, and, you know. That girl wears a cheerleading skirt. <laughs> and red rocket lipstick. More like a belt, but whatever. <laughs> no, Soulard's for Soulard's old. It's uh what St. Louis was found at the same time uh, New Orleans was like 1730 something. And Soulard's where that started. That's when the roads were built. Yeah, right? It's all brick. They're brick roads. So mm. Dustin, post that comment by uh by Mrs. Monkey. Where'd she go? <laughs> My stage name in college was <laughs> Thanks, babe. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> touche. <laughs> my two favorite jokes to this day is I once knew a girl named whatever, and then right. that was my stage name in college. Like it never, it never gets old to me. It just keeps on giving. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Soulard. That's it's a it's a neighborhood. It's like it's really old. Oh, you should next time you go to Soulard, Dustin, go to there's a bar called the Cat's Meow. Been by there. It is a freaking whole dive bar with the, the the old ladies have to be dead that owned it, but it was like PBR so you, is like the highest end beer you're gonna get there. Like, it, what do you suppose a bar called a cat's meow? What do you suppose it smells like on the inside? <laughs> you can't smell it through the cage window. Like, there's actually a cage <laughs> over the glass. So nice. That's yeah. that's a good wholesome place. You, you can, can take the bait, Ryan. <laughs> is there a stage with Sniffers Row? It's not big enough for a stage. <laughs> so what's, what's that other there, bar down uh, there um god ryan, uh, ryan, ryan prefers the, the white swallow spa <laughs> 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 it's, it's right behind soulard that, that's down in sauge that's <laughs> down in- no so, so dustin you see bagger Bader said don't eat the fish in brooklyn illinois that's a filthy ass joke that i love because sauge <laughs> is the clean high end of the whole thing Brooklyn, Illinois is where Roxy's used to be and places like that uh, where you were going to have an infection when you walked out of there. Like <laughs> You needed a penicillin shot when you, you shot. To, they're, yeah, they need to have a, like a medic van in the parking lot, you know, like just, just for being in there. The organization Channel that we named used to have a uh, poker run every year on the east side. Here's the question. Tony's Tony's got a thing for glory holes, man. Hey, man, uh, I get 1995 to put those in. (laughs) (laughs) I just need to know your height and circumference. You know they all lie, Tony. They all they all do. They all do. That's what I need right there. When every when everyone answers tuna can, you know they're lying. (laughs) So pencil, right? I'll give you maybe a three eighths. <laughs> I got a spade bit that's too big for it. <laughs> okay, I, I I I gotta I gotta ask this. This is the second time this this fellow has asked about Red Lobster. Hey man, little, those fucking cheese biscuits are delicious. <laughs> they are. I mean, this is, now the the lobsters look more like shrimp, but yeah. those biscuits are good. You yeah. mispronounce it. It's scrimps. Scrimps. <laughs> so, Mr. Middle Tennessee Concrete is a celebrity. That's Dallas Face Mullet. Oh, okay. And he actually has a channel where he, he, he rides and everything else. He's friends with all of us, but his YouTube channel is all about his concrete business. I never knew concrete would be, was so damn interesting until you see him <laughs> pour a foundation and like some of those like, like safety shelters people want and stuff like. But no, Dallas is funny. I can imagine him drinking a PBR at a Red Lobster. I would 
gladly drink a, a PBR Red Lobster with him. So I, I my brother-in-law actually works Shooter, at PBR. we're going Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. Used to drink $1 PBRs at some club in downtown St. Louis. Maybe you they guys can go to Sizzler here. for dessert. We had, they had a place <laughs> where you get the $1 PBR goblets. It was Game of Thrones shit, dude. <laughs> were they, they, but are they freezing cold schooners? Because that would be good, actually. Yeah, they were a buck a piece. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> dollar PBR in St. Louis is pretty easy to find, actually, these days. They oh, always yeah. have just a hint of rust, though. PBR always had just a hint of a little rust. Well, you get some vitamins it. and minerals that way. I mean, yeah, you know. that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. It's liquid bread with, you know, some vitamins. <laughs> the oh. funny thing is I must be white trash because I actually think PBR is not bad. It's not. I do. It's I'm delicious. Like, I'm like, it's, it's not bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel hey, classy you- drinking one. <laughs> Yeah, my grandma used to drink them at, at at the table all the time. She'd have a Cools in one hand and a PBR in the other one. She was the cools. coolest old lady ever. <laughs> Virginia I'm Slims. You're not from St. Louis, but that's the most St. Louis thing I've ever heard anyone say in my life. <laughs> a cool in one hand, a PBR in the other. Like, I can see not- I can see Tony with one of those big steel goblets of PBR and a chicken leg in the other. Hand. <laughs> that was about it, dude. With fur, a big fur. Yeah, know. just a big, big fur coat. Do they serve PBR at Claudia's dinner house? I don't know, man. I don't think so. Oh, Claudia you just Sanders. There? You were just yeah, there, Claudia you there last week. We get carry out, man. Oh, you don't go in the mansion? No, fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> get carry out. I only live right down the street. They still so have B. the Rodder says, statue our buddy Luis B. Rodder says the PBR is great. He has a good story about a buddy of ours, uh, Harley Fatboy, that got Sturgis his first night this year. Like, he was so excited. This is one of the best dudes that ever lived. He, he was so excited. He was hitting him hard. And then we all looked at each other at about midnight going, oh, Fatboy Sturgis, because he was wasted. In the middle of the night, I get a picture texted me from Luis, the V-Rodder, of Fatboy, who he, all it said was he didn't quite make it to bed. Mm, <laughs> and he's just like, they had a tent, right? He was just laying in the grass right outside uh, the tent, like six inches from the doorway. Like, Hey, it uh, happens, man. It happens. He got sturgis. That's all that yeah. happened. <laughs> it happens. Now, if you wake up the next day and uh, you're and you're walking funny, the uh, the idea of getting sturgis has taken on a whole new name. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't care now, what happens. You're going to be walking funny the next day, no matter what. <laughs> there is actually, when we talk about doodle earlier with safety, there's actually is a scam that goes on at Sturgis. And I've heard of this from multiple like people. And actually, someone tried it on, uh, on me and this other dude about three years ago. So uh, this the young, a young lady will approach you at any name campground. It's nobody's fault, so it doesn't matter where. And they'll say, oh, this is fun. We're having a blast. And they'll be very cool. And then they'll say, yeah, I lost my friends. I don't know where I'm going to stay tonight. Da, 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 da. And they will do one of two things. They will either try to stay with you and they'll rob you, right? Make you think oh. something's going to happen. Or the other version is, and I've heard this from multiple sources, Something will happen, but somebody appears with a camera and they video what happens and either blackmail you or publish it on the internet. Wow, Jeez. so, so kind of like Las Vegas. The the it is, but the like the predatory behavior is 
like women on men, not the other way around. Like they're so mm-hmm. and, and a, a lady did say this to us maybe two, three years ago. We were at, at a certain campground. I won't say where. And we're having a freaking great time. And this lady's just hanging out with us. Just she just, you know, people start. They connect with your group and start hanging out. And she started this whole I've lost everybody. I don't know where I'm going to stay tonight. And I'm like, uh-huh. Well, my wife's with me, so I ain't worried about some lady trying to stay with me. So this other guy is like, you don't have any place to stay? And I pulled him aside and was like, that, it, don't, no, don't do don't this. Don't go dude. for it, man. Don't do it, man. It's going to go bad. And he was like, seriously? I'm like, that sounds like that setup. So he, as soon as he said, my wife, you know, it's not, it's not, she just disappeared. She just walked away and and looked for a different mark. Mm-hmm. So there is, a, there is a scam that goes on up there, but, you know. It's a fun scam, as Applebaum says. It's the Ram scam. Yeah, my wife does it. What? No, yeah, she's. No. I think she yelled. She well, you ain't staying with him. My wife yelled at the lady. <laughs> you ain't staying with him. So you get what <laughs> you, you deserve. <laughs> I'm thinking that that tape would just be wrapped in disappointment and sadness. Will <laughs> <laughs> somebody comb that man's ass? <laughs> they couldn't get much for a five second video. Publishing publishing that stuff on the internet though that can that can backfire on people because people make money off of that shit now. It's not like a it's not like you're going to bear somebody. They'll be like, hey, just put it up on my OnlyFans for me, will you? But the dude doesn't get paid. Only the girl does. Like, yeah. that's how that works. Or they say, how much is it worth for you for this to go away? That's what I hear. That's the other. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's wild. That's when, you, that's when you, like, backfire it back on them be like, nothing. I'm going to watch this every day. That's right. <laughs> this is awesome. Can you send me the link? This is awesome. My friends. <laughs> Can you send me the link to that? <laughs> I'm going to burn it on DVD and sell it at the flea market. <laughs> Again, disappointment and sadness. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be that would be really funny though if you said burn it on DVD. So then they think they got you, and you're like standing out there with like a cardboard stand, and you're like DVD me having sex with that girl across the street. <laughs> How long is it? Five and a half seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Second video. And she's like, I'll give you a hundred dollars to make that DVD go away. It's like, no, it's worth a thousand. <laughs> I'll give you a 10 a second. <laughs> Fuck the cup. Just pull up my hand. <laughs> oh, my. Terrible. Terrible. Do me a favor and tag me in it. That's what a 2022 <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> Make it a YouTube short. <laughs> Put that on Insta. Well, click here for part two. <laughs> Well, the problem is the YouTube short, the, the small size, fifteen se- seconds. That's too long. So that's like, way too long. I mean, YouTube short. Yeah, but you're you definitely going to get some snoring in that smoking one. scene afterwards. So <laughs> you got you got three seconds of action, and and, and the rest of the time is all snoring. Seconds of cigarettes. <laughs> Somehow I got very sleepy. Well, so you were. A- so you were saying earlier when I, when I asked you the question about about Sturgis if it was still relevant, you said it should be. So mm-hmm. do do you think that it actually is losing its relevance, or 
or I mean, what did you mean by that? Because you said it should be relevant, but you were kind of like, what, what did you mean by it should be? Well, I, I would say it's not losing its relevance. If you look at the crowd size, the crowd size is still massive. Like it's, you know, it's huge. It's, ma- it's huge. There's, there's, right. you know, hundreds of thousands of people go every year, even on an off year, et cetera. And then on the anniversary years, like every five years, they're like, freaking kill me. They're, they're so busy. Sure. Uh, I think that those of us that have ridden a long time were kind of guilty of of not being more open to the younger people coming, and that's our fault. That makes okay. sense. Like, yep. I yep. think that if you had more and more um, dudes with with uh, chrome stripes out there saying, "Hey, if you're 25 and ride a Honda Rebel 1100, come to Sturgis, come hang sure. out with us." You know, sure. come come listen to bands. We are you're gonna have a blast and you're not gonna have a problem. All those days of you know, rough shit, getting your ass whipped, et cetera, et cetera. That's that really is gone. It's really I mean, unless you do so if you go there looking for trouble, you're gonna find it. Don't get me wrong. They're those you know Right. But right. the same if you come looking to have a good time, look at bikes, uh, enjoy the biker lifestyle, go on good long rides, see amazing scenery, you know, and, and learn more about the culture, like come do it. Like, you know. I think we need more people saying that publicly, um, sure. you know, but, but I, I don't think it's losing its re- relevance at all just because it's still freaking massive. It's giant. And you've got companies like BMW investing a fortune in building these giant displays and Indian. I'm not going to say anything. Indian setting Man, up their fuck whole Indian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, the, the, here's the funny thing is I don't know if you were on, if you're listening to, um, Cycle Source last night. So there's Shop Talk, Cycle Source Media every Sunday night, nine o'clock. They have a, uh, a quick, like, 90 minute live. And one of the things in the news <clears throat> was that they just recalled the fuel pumps on, like, every scout for the last couple of years uh, because they'll, they'll fail. And it said they're recalling 7,700 bikes over the last, like, three or four years. And it was someone i won't say the name because i don't want to call him out personally said does that mean that's all they sold over a four-year period like that yeah. number is that's teeny, crazy. you know like pretty well, low so right. percy i'm sorry you said something no I was, I was about to ask that when you said that i mean that's just that's a crazy low number 7700 over a four-year model period like that's pretty that means that's all they're selling of those things and then the the funny thing is immediately they went into like the showcase bike of the night it was a woman with her indian scout (laughs) (laughs) and the side chat was like oh my god the bike's recalled (laughs) (laughs) well you know we we we've often said that that every, every you know everybody kind of kind of bitches about oh harley's put out their new bikes this year and it's all paint right but if you think about it uh indian did the scout and the ftr and the challenger but that's it they haven't done anything really since the challenger right i mean the ftr even i don't the think they've done anything at all the FTR, since the new the, the new versions of the FTR this year are just, you know, we're gonna paint we're gonna paint it and we're gonna throw some different tires on it and we're gonna throw some different plastics on it to make it look look different. But mm-hmm. for the most part, those three bikes of what they've what they've propped everything up with, and they haven't done anything different with them in the last five or six years. So, 
You know, yeah, the FTR Sport I saw the other day, and I thought it was interesting. That tr- it's trying to be a Ducati DML, right? Like it's trying, you know, but right, yeah, but it's just it is just plastic. Uh, the but, carbon version's cool though. And and but the, here's the, here's my what chaps my ass about the FTR is it's just the 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 uh, uh, victory the victory what was it called not the volt the voltage the shockwave the some fucking name what was it called that's an existing platform that they shelved. Right. And then rebranded a scout and, you know, that kind of, it, so Indian chaps my ass because I had a bad one. I like, I, I was talking to somebody in Sturgis this year who's, you know, miss promoter. And, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I go look at all these Indian signs in this place. And they're like, well, yeah, but have you ridden an Indian? They're great. I'm like, I owned one. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> like it was, it was a terrible motorcycle that stranded me in Sturgis. So no one's going to tell me, Oh, have you ridden an Indian? I don't give a shit about riding one. Live with one <laughs> and, and tell me what it's like because I, I it died on me in Sturgis. Uh, the paint had rust under it. So when I took off an applique on the rear, the paint came with it because there was rust on the steel underneath. Like this was a bad motorcycle. It was not wow. well made. Man, those things thing are nutty better. like a squirrel turd. Did, I don't did want anything that? to do with them. <laughs> did you buy that new or was that a used one you bought? No, it was brand new. It was wow. a brand new Springfield. They're Road King. With rust? And, uh, I, I'm sure they got better, but it was still, I'm, I'm still, my story is still true. It was a piece of shit that I bought brand new and turd. I got rid of it, lost my ass and said, I'll never do that again. It's like, a turd know. with the kickstand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, don't, and don't get into an accident with one of those challenges right now because you can't get a fairing for it to save your life. Sounds like you won't be riding it because you need a fuel pump. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, on the Challenger, uh, and I don't mean to call the dude out because he's he's not here to weigh in, but Salty and Sprinkles, his Challenger was a total shit heap. He said it like in like the, the, <laughs> like uh, the windshield that goes up and down broke, and like the stereo never worked, mm. and and he's a smart dude, and he's like this shit doesn't work. Like his bike is bad. Um, and it's not and like they're he, cheap either. I mean, they're charging a premium no, price for those fuckers. No, no, that's they're Harley money all day long. Yeah. You know? Two pumps and a twist isn't going to get you anything with that kind of bike. No, no, you got you got to work for it. No, but it'll get you a five <laughs> second DVD. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, person with the callback. There you go. Professional. <laughs> when you when you get that old, five seconds is a big deal too. Hey, you got it coming, bro. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm. <laughs> she didn't say it long, though. <laughs> Five seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Guys, oh, we're live. Oh. You don't have a chair. I'm just coming in to say hi. Oh, a special guest. Get that woman a chair. Hello. <laughs> so, are you guys like watching Netflix and chill in your garage now? I finished Netflix. <laughs> no, no, not, not, you, not you, the monkeys. Did you watch the live? He finished Netflix. He's got Netflix uh, on his bike now. Tony uh, uses that as an excuse. He goes like, can we just chill? Because I finished Netflix. <laughs> I finished it. <laughs> Let's get right to it. <laughs> there's, there's no room for us to watch Netflix in the garage right now. That's why I'm actually trying to sell one of my bikes. And the, and the sad thing is that's not going to take pressure off because the bike I'm trying to sell isn't even in my garage. It's in my RV storing it because I'm so out of room. Jesus. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. I'm a little so offended there, Brian, the biker. You, you see, that's what it is. 
was that person? I'm sorry. I said I was a little offended, Bri. You were a little offended. Did Bri yeah. offend you? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was sexy before. I mean, you're definitely not now, a millennial. Why did you, you get know. offended? Well, because well, da Dave's been trying to bring sexy back for a while. It's just taken him a long time to get there. Everything comes full circle. You just got to wait it out. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, Percy. <laughs> I'll get sexy right before I die. Yeah, right before. Corey saying, sell my CVO. Is he out of his mind? Set, what? Gonna have to sell the CVO. Oh, you know what? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Corey, you know better than that. You yeah, yeah. yeah Applegly's right. First world problems. He's right. Absolutely. I'm not complaining for sure. But, but yeah, the the blue the douchebagger that I that I built's got to go. And then I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do because there ain't no room left. So I still got to get stuff out of there somehow. You're gonna put mm. another bike in the living room. Is what's gonna happen. You're gonna put the chopper in the living room. You have a bike. I, she in the said living that. Room. She actually said, "Why don't you build the chopper in the living room?" I go because there's sense. grout in the tile and the oil just never stops coming out of that thing. It's like a goddamn waterfall of twenty W fifty coming out of that thing. Well, then brother, you can, you're, all brother, you're doing you, is coloring you your grout. Have, you have an amazing wife, bro. Dude, that would be such <laughs> just, a badass thing. To, man, yeah. Wife says, "Hey, just move the chopper in the living room." Yeah, yes. Just bring, bring it in the house, babe. <laughs> Yes, well, I will. It's going to start getting cold. It's going to hit the 70s soon, so we got to bring everything in. Oh, oh, geez. Geez. Ooh, <laughs> who, who invited her on here? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We already have, you know, the center uh, center point of our, like, family room out the, is my 114-inch motor that came out of my Ultra. I built a table out of that motor. Oh, cool. Mm. And it's in the house? Yeah. And the table, 100. Backlit and everything. So if someone doesn't watch my channel, Ryan... I can't even fucking walk in the house with oily hands or my wife will bat my nuts up over my head. <laughs> and since they're already on his shoulders, that's really Yeah, I mean, just straight bat wing, dude. I mean, up over the head. I mean... <laughs> it's not cracking. It's not women. I don't care. It's got to stay. It's got to stay out in the garage. She said that now for more than 10 years. It's not cracking. It's not women. So do you do whatever you want? Like... <laughs> What about women process. on crack, babe? <laughs> <laughs> it's a double negative. It's a it's a positive then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any fireball in here? Uh, <laughs> we do in the freezer, I think. <laughs> we are now. I feel. I feel like it's necessary. Uh, Is it necessary? There's some in the freezer. Is there? Yeah. You want to do some shots? Yeah, I think we should do shots. Guys, <laughs> see why she's the perfect woman right there. She's like, we should have shots. Mm. On a Monday. On a, well, <laughs> my day starts. Well, here's, here's the thing. So I, I, I have a lighter week because my day starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow and goes late. And then Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday, I, I, I start flying for 50 some odd hours until I get to India. And then it all goes to hell from there. And then I get back and they go on a cruise without me. And they don't get back till Christmas Eve. So I'm home alone with that little furry bastard. Yep. Until Christmas. Oh, have fun with that. There really is. I might have to go look. There really is a bottle in the freezer. Uh, I just checked. Okay, well then you know what? Warm fireball goes Yay. all around for everybody. Are we? Are we? We're not. No one else is drinking. I'm just a lush. It's talking yeah. about chugging Sorry, warm balls. My stuff's <laughs> Salud. Salud. I say good day. Hey, oh. Has anybody tried that where you get the Brita filter and you put alcohol in it? And it's supposed to take all the burn out and the taste. Man, that's horse shit. What the fuck? Where do you get this Why shit from? Why would you do that? Why? Why would you do that? 
Yeah. I don't know. What's the but I've seen then? it. I just don't know if anybody's it's trying It's like those it. people that take alcohol enemas because they don't want to drink liquor. They just want to get drunk. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's funny that? because we were talking about Brittany taking NyQuil enemas earlier. I missed that, but that's another only, only <laughs> Well, she right there, was texting right? today that she didn't feel well, so we suggested yeah. that a NyQuil oh. enema might solve the problem. Brittany's old I'm man likes to get that. tea bag by poodles. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, hey, what they you also do? advertised their quite, website but it was behind her. <laughs> what you do on your weekends is your business. I may have added he likes it, but still, it happens. Oh, like, well, you know, he just we looks got, at his we free got another pup or a, a, a new puppy as well. <laughs> she oh, said she's true. had poodles her whole life. Oh wow, I heard they're well, little. No, not my whole life. Just since I've been purchasing my own animals, full size okay. for the miniatures, <laughs> full standard. Ooh. Oh, no, that's different. That's totally different. Yeah, so growing up, my, I had an aunt that always had standard poodles. Those are actually really cool dogs. They're, They're huge. amazing. Like, yeah. I think it might be a little bit too much of a good thing. It's, I mean, <laughs> so they are. so now, now that we understand that she has a large poodle, let's go back to that story about Jared getting teabagged. It, it takes <laughs> a whole yeah, no, this, this keep in mind now. that he is it's only four and a half months, things. so he's barely oh, even got anything there. Yeah, no, now we're talking a full size, yeah. full size twig and berries here. Yeah. That's what we're dog. talking about some miniature stuff. They're not full not, size because they're they're. He's basically a baby. You better what get you- that man a snorkel the next time that happens so he can breathe. <laughs> a full size. Yep. This is my three-month-old. Oh, Lord. No. Yeah, Rottweilers get bigger oh, than poodles, oh, I'm pretty sure. Look at the paws on that thing. Wow, I know. I was just looking at that. So his daddy is the current AKC champion, and his name is Maximus von Hausfrenetta. His daddy's name. But your mama's boy. Sounds like you guys went fancy with your dog. He just punched me in the face. The puppy punch. But yeah, he's 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 three months old. Wow. And (laughs) he's he's pretty awesome. But you know one of those things where you can see the potential? Like he's gonna be great. But right now he just beats the shit out of me all the time. Like ours has been doing pretty good actually with teething. I'm surprised. He He's pretty good about only chewing toys, and he does like to steal socks. But that's about uh, as This one loves my beard. He loves to chew on my beard. Oh. Are you done that would yet, suck. boy? <laughs> <laughs> you love your mommy. You do that, mommy. Come on. All right, take it. Check that freezer though while you're back there. <laughs> Brittany's Brittany's dog is the harbinger of death. So <laughs> we've been. I've been trying eyes. to keep Lilu away from him so that he doesn't learn all her bad things, but that's not happening. He's like, so, oh, Brittany, what is she doing? Let me also do that terrible thing. What What I want you to do, Brittany, is I want you to find some red contact lenses and put it in the pup's eyes <laughs> when Jared comes around so that he comes home and the poodle actually has red eyes like that. Did you look for the fireball in the freezer, there is woman? no fireball in the freezer, husband. <laughs> so if I go find it, what do I get? Whatever Not a damn want. thing. Oh, you get a, oh, you get a bottle of fireball. Back. I'm going to find it right now. Hey, you go, but I love to watch you leave. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> when, when, you, when you buy a dog and then you then you go about giving him the worst haircut imaginable, <laughs> it, it, it just does it just doesn't it doesn't really just cause it doesn't come off right. I always thought the hair grew that way. 
<laughs> no, poodles poodles actually do have hair though. You have to you have to like cut it regularly. It's not like they don't shed. They don't have fur like other dogs. You, you thought you thought that a poodle's face grew like like an eighties porn movie? What? Just like that what? big ball of fuzz with like a dick coming forward. <laughs> what are you talking oh, right. about? Your knowledge of eighties porn movies is just yeah. Staggering. I was gonna say, okay. dude. Well, I don't know what you've been watching. I came of age in 1989. <laughs> it was a good year. It was the decade of the bush. <laughs> no, that was the decade before. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what? You guys planning a trip to Sturgis next year or what? We're, we're, we're batting yeah. it around. We're probably too late for that now. Yeah. yeah well, probably- you know. hey, hey, Dustin, I think we have a place to stay, though. Oh, we do. We have a place we to stay. We do. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson out in Waynesville. Yep. Yep. He's got a place not too far. He said we can crash there. Free room and yep. board. Hmm. So it's, it's like time. if you don't get your hotel like a year in advance. I haven't been that big, but I found one, so I win. You. Wow. What are you going to do with that? That's disappointing. <laughs> you know what that is? A bottle that's... of Fireball in the freezer so I get whatever I want. So this is what I brought. and this. <laughs> yeah, that's very dis- – you, you don't I'm bring that saying. to the party. Are you really going to drink the cold one? No, I'm opening it for you, darling. Oh, Just take it. Shut up. God damn it, woman. I'm you. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. I don't, <laughs> shut up. I don't, I don't think a hotel's even doable, man. I mean, I, I paid, I think it was, we were there four nights. I think I paid $1,400, $1,500. Where? Was, where wait, what? At a wait, fucking wait, Best wait, Western. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, yeah. You're like out, 375 a night. Yeah. During that was the, out at... The Badlands out in the I can't afford that. That's where we stayed. We stayed there and rode out. No. So, yeah, a Motel 6 is going to run you three and a quarter. Right. Yeah. And you'll, and you'll There's leave too there much DNA in, in a Motel 6 for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there was Don't the take a CSI too. light in there. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so the secret is to, to, hey, uh, to do a cabin or an Airbnb and split it among couples. Yeah. That's the way to make right. it affordable, right? You, like. If you really want to feel bad about yourself, Tony, is when you take that CSI light up in that uh, Motel 6 and flash it on the ceiling and then try to figure out how it got all the fucking way up there. Well, well some of us are men. Some of us <laughs> and young. Uh, I was young once. <laughs> you remember what that's like. I no, was young thing, once. I, honestly, this is actual legit advice. I think one of the best non, well, before we had our RV, the best years we had was the year we rented one. Yeah. Because of the chip, besides your wristband, right? That's your admission to the to the campground. Besides the day, the year we flooded it. Other than that, that's the same year. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh... Oh, that's another thing. If you do this, make sure everyone in the camper knows how to operate a camper, so you don't flood it. But a a mm. rental twenty five hundred bucks. It sleeps six people, and you're in the buffalo chip. You're like in the middle of ground zero, right? Mm. So yeah, you're paying three fifty ahead for your wristband. But twenty five hundred divided by three couples ain't it's bad. Doable. And yeah. when you consider the ten thousand dollars savings you're going to have from getting a, a DWI, it's, <laughs> it's really it's really good. So the man's but, logic is sound. Well, luckily, <laughs> what what we did that year uh, is we had just emptied the tanks, right? So the tanks were all empty. If you know anything about RVs, there was nothing shitters bad. full. Nothing. It was completely empty. And then one of our friends who was staying with us didn't quite flush correctly when she was doing her something or makeup, and it held the valve open on the toilet. 
And then we went out. Oh, when we came back, yuck. it had filled the tank, overflowed the tank, and uh, flooded the entire oh rig. Oh my gosh! Uh, spent there... all night toweling down. The... Yeah, it was it was it was something. So in the middle, did of the she night, overflow the pudding tank, or was it the clean tank? It was just no, it was tank. the black tank, but luckily the black it tank had just water. been emptied and flushed, so it was, oh. it was clean. So, so there wasn't the any brownback bass floating in the trailer. Nah. Yeah, nothing, nothing that. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't. It didn't smell or anything. It was just water. Mm. But okay. uh, yeah. I, I went out there and uh, and uh, uh, in the middle of the night, having been around RVs my whole life, and I was like, keep an eye out, and I pulled that drain plug and <laughs> like. <laughs> flooded probably nine campsites but thankfully it rained later so in the morning i'm like man it sure is wet around here why is it so wet like, <laughs> it seems really wet around your all trailer wet like so wet like there's so did, inches of water did you ever go out and actually camp there yeah i tinted a lot when i was younger when i was i was uh, a, a stupid dude man. i'm not sleeping and, uh, in no fucking tent mm. uh, no, tony no i you're not going to go there on what is essentially your vacation. And if you love doing that, that's awesome. But to go there, it's hot. When it rains, it's awful. When it hails, it's worse. Like it's been no. yeah. hot it's, these last couple of years. So you, no. So you drink sounds too, awful. too much and then you're hot in a tent. Can you imagine waking up in a plastic bag with a raging hangover and it's 108 degrees? I would rather repeatedly slam terrible. my nuts in the car door than do that. It's it's yeah. pretty much what it's like. Yeah. I mean, that, like that, I say, sounds like, like, that sounds like a Saturday night. Mm. <laughs> in all seriousness, you've got a town that has a normal uh, occupancy of six thousand. Yeah. So when I say there's no air conditioning to be had, I'm serious, man. Like there's like six thousand people live in this town, and now all of a sudden there's six hundred thousand. There's no, there's not, there's no place to there go. Aren't places to go cool off. Like if you don't have your own hotel room or RV or something, like you're going to be outside the whole time, and it's hot as hell. So. I mean, you're not making a good case for going. No, you just have to have your situation <laughs> well, worked don't, out. Don't go on a team. Yeah. But, but do you think you think the numbers might be a little lower this year because, you know, the big 120-year rally thingy, whatever the motor company's doing, is in July this year? Uh, no, I don't think the same crowd does. I mean, I think those that do both can afford to do both. Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel like the average biker – that does Sturgis is not going to not do Sturgis so they can go to the 120th in Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's not the same thing at yeah. all. Um, you know, I, I, I've never been, you know what? There you go. There's a perfect example. I've been to Sturgis. I don't know how many times I've never been to any anniversary in Milwaukee because it's, hmm. I would love to do it, but I'm not going to sacrifice Sturgis to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about going this year. I think it might be I, fun. I'd love to do it. Uh, I want to do some things I have never done before in that, like, like in February in St. Louis, there's a show called cycle showcase. That's really good. And Dustin, I'm coming in February, unless something happens with my real job where I'm not going to be in the What weekend is it? It's, uh, the the 10th through the 12th. 12th. Okay. So the big day of the show is the 11th, Saturday, the 11th, a Super Bowl Sunday, a Super Bowl weekend. Okay. We, we do uh, Mama Tried up here, which is uh, another yeah. another show in Milwaukee, and we did that last year, and we went both in December and the show they did in March because <laughs> December was their makeup one from the COVID year. And I'll tell you what, the flat track races flat out Friday, and um, they do that in the Pfizer Forum now where the Milwaukee Bucks play, so it's all indoors. 
Uh, mm-hmm. It's in February. It just gives you that for us, at least here in the north, it gives you that middle of the winter that just motorcycle, all, all motorcycle fix all weekend. The event is in one of the coolest venues. It's called the Rave. It's like this four story building in downtown. Um, downtown milwaukee we actually stay in a hotel right across from there which is famous for uh uh, where jeffrey dahmer used to have his hunting grounds so um oh that's selling it there yeah Yeah. absolutely dude it it, it's but the event is super chill the bikes are great uh jared's gonna have his bike there this year he got it he got invited to that event this year so it's a really really cool event and for uh for people if you want a, a chill event that Mama Tried can be, I would say it's probably uh, the upper Midwest version of uh, a, a much smaller version of Born Free, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all indoors and Born Free is outdoors. And But it's a lot of, you know, there, there's cool choppers and and some of the heavy hitters in the industry. SNS obviously is in Wisconsin, so they have a booth there. And, you know, but it's all the things you'd find at a at a outdoor rally, but it's all indoors in, in a much smaller, more intimate venue. And a lot of fun. We get there on Friday night. We go to the flat out Friday races, you know, um, eat good food, have some drinks and then hang out. And then the next day we go to the show and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's really a lot of fun. Mama tried's legit. I've heard of that, you know, a lot of that show. So I'm sure mama tried's great. The, the, this show in case anyone's bored in February in the Midwest is if you just Instagram search C S S T L it's chopper showcase, St. Louis, and um, the dude that runs it actually helped Chris and Heather do smoke out, uh, do the staging for the show at smoke out. So this guy takes it so seriously. Uh, he was on their show last night and he was saying like, every bike must be elevated and properly backlit. And so it's all about giving you that, that perspective that these bikes deserve, right? Like somebody handmade this in their garage you shouldn't be looking at it on the ground on the grass. It should be on a stage with lighting and, you know, sure. And someone else said the other day, it was interesting when I started talking about my chopper build that we're starting now, someone said like, well, I hope you're not going to make it a trailer queen. And I'm like, why? What's wrong with the trailer queen? Like if there's somebody who's really, really talented who can make something that's a rolling work of art, what the hell's wrong with that? Like, it doesn't mean that's the dude's only bike. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he probably has an old shovel head. He beats the shit out of him. But if you make something that's a museum piece, yeah, I understand you not riding it through a mud field. Like, I I, I get it where it's it's you showing off your abilities and his or hers abilities where it's all about, you know, the perfect chrome and and a special one-off made front end. And, you know, trail show bikes are okay. There's nothing wrong with a show bike. If someone's just showing what they can do, it doesn't mean it's the only motorcycle they own. Which right. we saw yeah, we had the guys who had you yeah, know bikes they had on two. The, two or three, and they had yeah. one on the sh- in the show on a stand. They put blood, sweat, and tears into this bike. There, one of the guys was talking about. He goes, he spent the last year and a half just putting this bike to mint condition. It was some of those vintage guy from Slovenia that had built a freaking oh, Buell. Oh, amazing. It was it was a museum. But piece. he goes. He, he but he had an old shovel. Yeah, yeah he goes, I don't ride that through this, especially yeah. when we were there. It rained a day and a half, so we were in the mud the whole time. You oh, yeah, we disrespected our bikes oh, the whole it was time awful. there. People were just, we were just <laughs> dropping. But, you know, there is, there's a bike to play. That's why you don't subtract. You just keep adding on to the collection. See, you got perfect. something. 
You got wow. something to ride in the mud again, with again, show again, off. The, the you perfect know. wife. Is it, well, and they, I mean, where is it? Doesn't wow. uh, doesn't Sturgis have a motorcycles as art exhibit? Where yeah. uh, yes, Michael Lichter, we should like, that's Lichter, Lichter show, that right? Lichter shooting that, yeah. So the chip, okay. total fan yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, I, I've seen him both times at uh, Mama Tried. The the last time uh, he was sitting, he was actually sitting uh, right right next to us, getting some great pictures. And I was like taking pictures with my phone, and I was like, hey, I got the same angle as Michael Lichter, but uh, my photo looks nothing like his. <laughs> <laughs> there's something in that man's brain and he's yeah. also one of the nicest human beings i've yeah. ever had. it's crazy how like warm and friendly and i asked him smiling. what do you think about this because i love taking pictures just for fun i put them on the on on the gram and he was like yeah try this or backlight this and he was just so a guy who with that kind of i mean history because he's been filming talk about you know, old biker rallies and, you know, quintessentially biker pictures. It's Michael Lichter. Like he's taken every great shot of every rally, topless chicks to beautiful bikes to burnouts. Strapped on a bike backwards, backwards. at 80 yeah, miles an hour, right? They say he's, yeah, road. they say he's ri- ridden more miles backwards than a lot of people have yeah. in their, yeah. you know, well, my forward. Yeah. That too, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he like Amazing. hangs. I mean, it's, yeah. shit ain't safe. Like there's photos of him <laughs> taking photos. Like that's not a good idea, yeah. but he does it like, yeah. What yeah. Dustin does for fun, he actually takes pictures. Mike the right, right, pictures. Right. Yeah, so he's he does an amazing <laughs> job. So but a nice guy. But but that's the thing about Sturgis. You'll see they have the nice, they have the showcase bikes, and then you'll have the burnouts, then you'll have and, and that's what I liked about Smoke Out also, which kind of made yeah. it feel like an old rally, is that you had the really nice bikes on showcase and then you had the guys doing the burnout pits and the races. It just felt like you had a little bit of everything there, which made it – it was like a callback to an old time. An old I time. have never had so much fun oh, man. so buried in mud that you physically could not ride your motorcycle for 36 hours. Like yeah. I've never had that much fun stuck in one place because it was – there was four to six inches of water standing in that yeah. field. Wow. Like there was there, – wow. you couldn't get your bike out. Like it was just – if you tried to ride it six feet, the bike would just come out from under you. And next to us was that group of a, a close group of friends um, from the North Carolina area. Half dozen of them were active duty Marines. Those guys ain't right in the head. Like, I mean, I was raised by a Marine military. <laughs> they, they ain't right in the head. And you had these dudes that were like 30 years though. old with 15 years in. Naked. Yeah, well, 20 or 10 years in. Naked. In their underwear doing burnouts and their choppers in the water. It's just nuts. Like, get, you, get something caught in a the chain there. Burnouts are yeah. way too expensive yeah. now. Tires are tires are not cheap. There was one one actual video where a guy dropped <laughs> his his Sportster chopper in the mud and he couldn't get it out. There's four guys trying to pick it up, and I'm videoing this, and they're all like, "Stop! Put down the damn camera and come help us!" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> you got this. I got the camera, dude. I'm cameraman. I'm preserving the memory. Clay. Locked up yeah. the back wheel. We're like clawing clay out of. The yeah, back his back wheel. tire was oh. stuck. We got his bike out. The tire was just locked with mud. Like, yeah. Tony fun. would have a heart attack. I would have a fucking stroke. Actually, I would just leave the fucking bike there and go buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's an upper level you can park at where it doesn't do that, so you'd yeah. be okay. Yeah. God. I took the crossbones, and I was terrified. They're going to just drop that bike into the net. And, mm. you know, you take care of that. You want to take care of your favorite bike, so I was terrified. But, you know, that's what you do. You have you had a good time. It felt like an old-school biker rally. It, great people, no judgment. didn't matter what you wrote, wrote, you wrote or if you wrote it all. Mm. They were just there to have a great time. And, 
you know, there was a little bit of something for everybody. So it was a yeah. great show. And Chris and, and Heather put on a, a hell of a show. So we're excited for next year. So. It was fun watching Chris stomp around the showgrounds oh, the yeah. whole time. You added audio I to was, his... I was narrating him. Motherfucker, goddamn son of a bitch. I ain't doing shit like that. <laughs> like just watching him walk around like from place to place mad the whole time. But that's because they've been working for six months to make this happen, right? For, right. Ugh. And it rains. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. For three days for us to be drunk assholes. You know? I mean, la- last time, last time Tony had a bike that got muddy. He traded that thing off immediately. Oh. <laughs> it took him a couple of months. Dude, it didn't get it, muddy. It, get it got fucking concrete in it. I mean, that's a different situation. I couldn't get it. Well, in but it. see, that's a point of pride. You take it to Sturgis, you get some Sturgis dust on it, and then you leave it like that. And then you that's that's what that's making Tony. my eye twitch. He's having an aneurysm right now. <laughs> oh, if I were to go out and take the seat off the Scarlet Harlot and oh, just show a camera covered. of the oh. like the bike is clean, but you gotta clean that. Seat, you gotta clean bad. underneath that. Yeah, you gotta you no. gotta you gotta clean that. No, no, that's no, no, precious. You leave it. That's, that's precious like buffalo chip dust. Yeah, that's I, that's I've that matter. You know? I've got tar all over the shock underneath the seat. It's bad, mm. Tony. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Tony, you've it's been proud of come, come clean my bike then, Tony. I mean, I keep my shit tight here. I keep it tight. That's what I keep saying. I'm like, I'll just drive to your place and you can wash my motorcycle. You can wash your own then. damn bike. You, you got to keep your shit tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you would have been proud of me yesterday, Tony. I spent two and a half hours. I broke out the O&R and gave my bike a good cleaning before I put her up for a couple of weeks. broke out the oral. What, what did you say? O&R. He said he, said he spent oh. two hours and rubbed one out. <laughs> That's a very big tailpipe. Wrap your brain around that, Ryan. <laughs> well, it takes if it that took long. that long, Percy, you should go to the doctor. It might be time for them <laughs> right. shots. You know? it, was a, it, was an hour, it was an hour and 55 minutes to get it up, and then five seconds, and the rest oh, was the refractory geez. period. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we got it. We're gonna don't you, what if, don't what if you, you know take what ONR is? Don't you use ONR, Tony, on your vehicle? No, what, you, you invested in some detailing equipment, didn't you? No, I got some chemicals. O&R was one of them. No. O&R. Use the S100 because it cleans everything you can see, and I don't give a shit about what you can't. S100 works, man. If you just foam that bike down and let it melt off and then spray it off. Oh, my God. Remember when you changed the exhaust on the CBO? We found strange things. There was asphalt on the bike. But you can't see it, so it gives a shit. I'm sure there was a mouse in there for a, a, a mouse. That's fine. It's oh, all fine. Dustin's now. used S100. That's where I found out about S100 from. Was from Dustin. Oh, I, I, I got S100. Cleaner. That's good shit. I like that. It's it's twenty bucks a can, and I used the whole can on each bike. So it's it's an expensive detail, but you know, yeah. some bitches. But the point is, seriously, if I can't see it, I don't give a shit. You, so you don't like take your wheels off and clean shit when there's nothing. Take to do? the wheels, wheels off. Takes the wheels you ain't got off. nothing that's to do. Dream. You know, it's raining or something. You're in a garage. You might as well. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> shit gets built you, up in there. Why no, do you take wheels rain, off a bike that's got 100 rain, miles on it? It'll up and it'll clean it. What wait, you take wait, the wheel off? I, wait, wait, wait. You know, shit gets Shit gets in there. We don't take the wheels off. Hey, hey, Rain Man. I mean, like. It's bad. I'm not going to lie. It's a little. It's a problem. Once once a year, I'll put it up on the lift and I'll clean the wheels take the bags off and clean the wheels but mm. take the wheels off like yeah man you gotta take the wheels off why you why know what not? it is you know what it is tony has a little bike he doesn't have a big what do you ride tony no. <laughs> uh, a grom low rider st <laughs> no a low rider s i'm sorry no, i'm joking his grom got stolen it's uh... the grom got stolen <laughs> 
Yeah. What do you yeah. write? A lowrider ST? Those are nice. A lowrider ST. This is picture oh, okay. this. This is what he does though. So, so you have you, you have to know because because Tony does he has a whole routine where he rides his bike so that it's it's ready to go after every ride. He, you know he cleans it off. He fills it up with gas when so he brings it back and parks it in his garage. It's ready to go for the next ride. But what you guys don't understand is that when he does get bored, he goes in the house and he puts on a bikini and he has his own bikini bike wash. Right. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. see, that's what he does. I tried that one you time. Are, I got my titties caught in a spoke right and I had, I had to stop. <laughs> that, that's sexy right there. I'm telling you. It is. <laughs> you put on some sticks, maybe some foreigner while you're doing that. Yeah, maybe. man. No, a little white yeah. snake pretending to white snake. Yeah. 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 I'm a journeyman. I have yet to stop believing. <laughs> I have. I still believe. Brady he, and I on, like, Whoa. he goes. He goes a little. He goes a little old school every once in a while. Puts a little warrant on cherry pie. Yeah. You know, dances on the hood of his car. Oh, wow. He ties that shirt up in a knot in the front. No way, Tony. Sprays him himself Tony. off with the hose. The imagination. You gotta keep. You gotta keep some. Just, just a little wow. mystery there. You know what I mean? Wow, that's, um, we go to rallies and those girls are washing bikes. No offense, God love them, but I'm always like, "Oh, you want to wash your bike?" I'm like, "No, because you're doing a shit job." <laughs> like, 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 no. I put streaks in my paint. God damn it. Right, exactly. You ain't gonna do a good job. Now, sometimes you see them when they're serious about it, but like for the most part, about no. the wash of the bike, yeah. uh, you know, whatever about yeah. the wash. I mean, like, I'll give you twenty dollars and you just stand there. So, Brittany, <laughs> tell me, tell me if that's not if that's not the you know the pinnacle of feminism to be able to go to a bike wash and tell a woman, "Hey, bitch, go ride my bike." Uh, go go wash my bike. my bike. Like I just love it. Roll up and they go, "Hey, you missed a spot on the bike." Yeah, don't forget that and just stand there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you got to right. It's, it's she you know. says every year she wants to go to the Buffalo Chips where the, the bike, the, the the bikini bike wash is. She goes, I want those girls to wash my bike, and I'm going to make it rain ones on the bike. You're going to ride it. Like, You're going to clean it. Ultimate okay. feminism, right there. Wash my bike. Like <laughs> wash my bike. Damn it. <laughs> Bradley was saying uh, experience with Sturgis with the child with the small child back at home and how oh, you made it work. Um, honestly, in 2015 <laughs> was the first time I went since the little one was born. So I took a couple years off. Yeah. And she said because she's perfect, like she's like an uncommonly like like we're we're partners, right? And all this stuff. She's like, just go to Sturgis, man. Like I got it. Just get out of here. Because she has her things that she would do through the year. So in 15, I went to Sturgis alone without without her or the child. I flew up. So one thing we did is my old man pulled both our bikes, and I flew up. So I was just there for like four or five days and rode, and then and then he stayed a little longer and you know came home later. So I think you just have to commit to the fact that if this is something that's that important to you, that the, you're going to have to make sacrifices for each other. That's all there is to it. You know, like, and she knew what this rally meant to me and had since I was 13 years old. So she was like, go to Sturgis. And then 16, I skipped a year. And then in 17, my mother-in-law watched the little one and we went together. And that was her first Sturgis it was 17. Yeah. She had missed one since. Got but nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. So he gets, I like going about a, a couple days or a week before Cause you get all the experience of the vendors you get, mm-hmm. you know, you see the city just grow in a matter of days, but you also don't have the idiots aren't there yet. So the guys who go to Sturgis oh and I say guys, guys, guys in the girls, freaking 
bejeweled pants and the white flip-flops and white sunglasses on a goddamn CBO. They've never put 100 miles on, but now they want to put, you know, 600 miles on on Iron Mountain Road, you know? They don't know what a right turn is, and all of a sudden they're doing corkscrews and things like that. A dude passed me. Yeah, you avoid those guys if you get there early. Bejeweled pants, you you, you lost me on those. This (laughs) A a dude passed me this year, and I was like, if I catch him, I'm going to shank him. Like that's that's it, like, right? You know, like I was, you know, you, you just. I am from the opinion that yeah, you you you, Tony, don't get excited. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you fine. can scissor <laughs> if you know each other, right? Like you can ride on each other's lane and so it's. But you can't a scissor a stranger. Oh, we're not. Yeah, you can't not, scissor a stranger. That. It's in a plane, right? So if why you, did you need the hands? Why? Because did we need to, Tony's a simple man. I'm not saying anything. anything. I'm just saying <laughs> this is like starting a fire. <laughs> right, right. But when I say scissor, Tony's like, I need a moment. So I'm trying to you know, take the wheel off my bike and then Jesus take the wheel off. <laughs> you know. So, so you if you have a group of friends that you ride with, you know, riding in the scissor. same lane, scissoring pass, whatever is fine. So I'm in the left track. And I can't remember why, but we had left that right track kind of open. And this friggin' douchebag, when his bejeweled pants on a custom street glide, he had obviously bought that way. Like, he didn't know anything I about I wouldn't think bike. you'd want to scissor somebody with bejeweled pants on. Well, I mean, $20 <laughs> is $20. Just saying. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, you, is, but you get something hung up on it. <laughs> but, on, but on 90, we're heading back to Sturgis, and this guy blasts past me like he's going 105 and I'm doing 80. In my lane, in I'm in left track. He's in right track. Shoots past me, and I look back at her and my dad, and all three of us are like, "Mother, like I don't know you, dude." Like, and he actually cut past and shot past, and 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 sort of the pack kind of pulled back together to the right. And you could, see, you know, how you have eye communication with everyone in the group you're all riding with, and everyone's going, "We're going to kill that guy if we catch him." <laughs> that was a strong <laughs> and we got dick off move. The exit to go to to the chip of the uh, on uh. uh Pleasant Valley's that that gravel road. road and we pull up the ramp and he's sitting at the top waiting for someone and we all gun the gas like we're gonna get him like we're all running up the top to get this guy and he turns left last minute like mm. but you just th- that's one thing I think is irritating as hell is you do have amateurs that I think they saw a TV show or a movie and decide well I'm gonna ride in the same lane as someone I don't know and yeah. that is not okay like I, you just don't do that I don't know you you if you get there early, you could bypass a lot of that. So. Yeah, yeah. But when or we, after. Yeah, but if we have with people the, showing up when we're leaving too, with, you know, with like, the scheduling issue, usually I'll leave a couple days early. I can only stay a few days anymore because they change the schedule, and he'll stay the full rally, and then we just kind of you got to make it work. If it's important to your partner, you got to kind of <laughs> you got to figure out a way to make it work. It wasn't Bry. There's a joke about oh, shanking, shanking Bry. Bry. It's not. It wasn't Bry the biker. We weren't. I would. I'm gonna shank Bry, but it'll be in person, not like. <laughs> so, so Bry has a price on his head. <laughs> so we we gotta we gotta we gotta jump off here pretty soon. But you have said that Sturgis has meant so much to you since you were 13. When do you bring your kid to Sturgis? Never. When when is that gonna start? <laughs> I've said. Um, latter teen years mm. but i've said that i would be the week, the week before there goes that perfect wife rating <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> look if you have a son you bring him whenever you want 
Right. But your girls. But, but we actually just spent the whole day saying it's not as bad it's as it not, used to be. No, so. no, it's not a safety issue. I just, you know, it's also, it's the things you see and, and you want to enjoy it also. It's your vacation. It's your one time a year. Sure. One or a couple times a year where you could go and just have a good time alone or with your spouse, whatever. So do you really, I mean, we used to okay, say. Okay, you're, girls, you're, you're coming back in line. On a pole. Line you got now. a bunch of girls dancing on a pole. Do you really want to stand there with your kid next to you? I don't think. No, that's you a, don't. You know, My you know, son, I, I got, they need to they know that the situation. Listen, I have two daughters. They need to know there's options out there. You know what? Oh, no, College is expensive, Ryan. You got to set man. some foundational, you know, you know. Then get up there and set an example for him, Ryan. You got to go hey. up there and show him how it's done. Then it's, and it's, motorcycle no, parts I, are expensive. If I got to show my butthole, I will. I actually do feel like our little one is so incredibly like level-headed yeah, and stuff that I'm not worried about that. Uh, I get to see my daughter go. Well, how does Sturgis go? I was like, well, Dad shot a guy when he said to pull my top up. Like, I, like it just like it's, it's 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 there's a thing there. Hey, Jared, you got a little something on your forehead. <laughs> There's a wet spot right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Poor Tebow Baggins. Boy, he bounced quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I could see going the week before. We yeah. talked about when to go. Yeah. I could see going the week before with my daughter, riding all the rides and mm-hmm. letting her see before it gets crazy and then sending her home and then me having the yeah. whole week. You know what I mean? Like I, I also really believe in, in, in letting her see these things. So she's prepared for it in life. You know, like, did you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I think mm-hmm. that an incredibly sheltered young lady can have a rough time in those environments. If she's not prepared to go like, Hey dude, how about I freaking break your neck for talking to me like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like she needs to be ready to come back and, and straighten them dudes out. So, and I think most guys are, right? I, I heard you guys talking about Dudo and she's right. I don't think we've ever had an experience. We've had more issues in, in places like Leesburg um, than yeah. we've had at Sturgis. True. I've never had anybody step out of line. You get more cracks about like, Oh, did you ride that? No, I carried it on my back. Of course I rode it here. You saw me get off the bike. Like what? You know, little. That's always like amazing that. when a dude understand. asks a woman rider, like, "Did yeah. you ride that here?" Like, "Well, how the fuck do you that's think I got big, here?" That's right. a big bike for you, lady. And I I'm pushed like, that cocksucker. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But I've never had anybody step out of line to the point where they didn't realize. Okay, you know how far you can go with a person. So, <laughs> Bagger Bader's asking when the sister is going to start us. She she wants to go. She's Bagger Bader for the, that uh, is a for the strong rallies. name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. I mean that's really close to masturbator. That's I mean that is a strong name. Well done, sir. <laughs> well, well done, sir. <laughs> well, TJ, we we really we have to thank you again for uh, yeah. coming on and being a part of of this live stream. It's been too long since the infamous uh, professional monkey and, and Mrs. Monkey have, have been on a, a live stream with the five dirty bikers. It's always a great time for us. I mean, Sorry for crashing. Uh, I, I said, crashing. Yeah, no crash, didn't crash at all. At all. Yeah. You didn't crash at all. I, I said, I was, uh, I said I was going to get arrested tonight so far. They haven't shown up to my house. So I'm they're probably waiting outside. Nice job. No, Tony, make your light turn blue and red. Oh, wait. <laughs> Tony, show it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming in hot. <laughs> it all went south when the scissoring came out. <laughs> There's the poodle. 
<laughs> no, no, that's Jared. That's not a poodle. <laughs> I, why? Why were you so close to his ass, Jared? Why is why the long face? <laughs> yeah. See, when you say I have a poodle, that's not what people picture. <laughs> see, this is what they look like. And they're I'll awesome, man. Standard poodles are great dogs. He says he's getting real close to the dog. That's why he's so close to his ass. Mm. <laughs> so close to his ass. Man, you can stay away from the balloon knot. <laughs> mm. oh I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, Ryan, you were pretty tame tonight. I uh, I think you just found out what they do to you in county if you go. That's you're not you're not wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: if you guys are going to sign off, which I, I think I, I get it, I, I think. I might sign on afterward. Oh, oh he's on a roll. The fireball got him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. You know what? When you wake the devil up, he kind of needs to stay up <laughs> a little while. So Atlanta, then he gets. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's just saying. I'm just saying all I'm saying. Just saying. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining the live stream. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Remember to check out our autism bike build that's going on right now with Mr. Jared Weems and all yeah. of our awesome sponsors. Getting really excited for that, especially for the unre- uh, for the unveiling and what that thing's going to look like when it's done. It's going to be amazing. Alright, guys. Thank you for joining us on the live. Have a good night. Alright. It'll be on our Peace. channel in a minute. <laughs> 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 Go to my the link if you want to join. <laughs> Boom. Nice. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> <laughs>